Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Support strong, healthy bones with Swiss vitamin D400 capsules. Now only $24.99 at Chemist Warehouse. And Kogan Mobile, New Zealand's cheapest unlimited prepay plans. Visit koganmobile.co.nz. This is Izzy and Kempi for breakfast on SENZ. Because it's Gumboot Friday. Yes, yes, that's right. Friday the 4th of November. Izzy and Kempe for breakfast on Gumboot Friday. Morning, boys. Morning Hope you up. got those gummies on. Yes, Gumboot Friday. 469 text boots to 469 to give a $3 donation for Gumboot Friday. And yesterday we had Mike King on. The head honcho for uh, I Am Hope. And we had a great chat to him. If you've missed that, I beg you, go have a listen to that on Izzy and Kempi for breakfast on our podcast and getting the wee update from the man himself, Mike King. Today is Gumboot Friday, and today it is just Izzy and Kempi for Brekkie on SCNZ. How good, Kempi? Morning to you, mate. Don't touch anything. You're in the driver's seat. (laughs) Oh, don't worry, mate. I'm trying to find that horn, you know, where that big (laughs) horn is. So 
Maybe I'll let one out later on today. Joe's looking at me like suspiciously, don't touch nothing, Kimpy. Shaking his head. Mate, nah. It was a good day yesterday and you're dead right. Come on, people. Don't just hit the button once. Do what I've done. Hit it a few times. 469. Text that. The Gumboot Friday today. It's a big day. Every one of those dollars that Mike King raises in, if you have got a chance, get back, have a listen to the podcast talking about it. Goes back to Gumboot Friday to the help now. Because he sent me a couple of emails again this morning, mate. Sent me plenty mm. yesterday. Um, I was talking to him last night and then around our, our corridor yesterday. I just think the guy's a champion. Seriously. Um, and today's a big day for him. You know, today's a big day yeah. for everybody. Uh, associated, especially if you've come through that, uh, like I have with some Fano members, yep. and um, you know, I'm looking forward to Gumboot Friday, seeing all the socials, seeing how everyone's supporting it. Um, mm. Mate, lots, lots of support already this morning. First text on this morning, morning boys. Hope you got them gummies on. You know, that's so good. That's so yep. good that they've come out and support in support of Gumboot Friday. So big day today is. Uh, we've got lots on. Yeah, lots on, mate. Lots on for sure, and I think that's a, a great little lead lead in there, Kimpy. Like well, we're quite vulnerable, myself, you and myself, on the show. We share our own little stories and and our own struggles, and we hope it encourages you at home that are listening to to share your own stories and open up a wee bit more. So I think it's quite poignant that we we open the phone lines. They're always open for you to have a call and have a chat to us. Um, everyone will have their own little stories of of their own struggles, and how important is this day? Not only this day, every single day. Mental health should be at the forefront of our conversations and minds every single day. But we would love to hear from you, double eight double three or 0800 150 on the Kennard's Hire phone line, just to share your, your journey through your mental health or, or someone that you may know and, and some, some feel-good stories or not, you know some, some struggles that you may have felt uh, throughout. And how important... This is for you, 0800 150 811 on the Kennard Tire phone line or temper bedpost text machine, double eight, double three, because today I, I encourage you, if you can, I encourage you, text four, text the number 469 and text BOOTS, B-O-O-T-S, to make a $3 donation. I'm like Kempi, I've messaged through a couple of times yesterday, I'll continue to do that throughout the day today to raise money for, for people that are struggling and need to get some professional help. Um, it is a very, very important cause that is close to my heart uh, after sharing my own wee journey and trying to encourage others out there to, to help as well. Uh, Kempi, but like you said, big show today. Big show today. And someone that's had his own little uh, you know, battles off the court is Tom Abercrombie. And he's going to come on after 7 o'clock. He's back from injury. And we're going to have a chat to him. He's had an eye, eye surgery, so it's quite a... Difficult process he's had to go through, but his team is flying at the moment. Six and two, six wins, two losses. They're taking on the table topping Kings this Sunday, and Tom will be back in action. So, we're going to have a chat to him after seven o'clock. So, looking forward to having a chat to Tom Abercrombie. And then, following that, Stars of Spring will chat to trainer Darren Weatherly on, uh, as he has a hot chance this weekend in the 2000 Guineas. So, looking forward to uh, seeing, uh, seeing what his runner, is it Prayer? Prayer. Prius. Prayer. Prayer. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Prayer. It's uh, the hot favourite, Michael McNabb on top, so good jockey 
to get the job done. It's a hell of a race and uh, some big champions come out of that race. So looking forward to having a chat to Darren. And then after eight, the Black Ferns, they named their team to take on France on Saturday. Big match, semi-final, couple of changes, tactical changes from the Professor Wayne Smith. So we'll have a chat to Scotty Sumo. Sumo's doing a great job building up to each game with a fantastic panel. And uh, Sumo will join the show just after eight. And then we'll have a chat to Beave, the Beaver. See where he's at with his Movember Challenge, the press-ups. Seeing if they're staying true. Had a good workout yesterday. I'll nail all our press-ups during the show, Kempi. And uh, we'll look forward to having a chat to him. But a tongue-in-cheek. Nailed everyone, mate. Nailed everyone. So proud of the boys. I mean, they have mm. got down in every break with me. Joseph out the back there, along with Neeps. Neeps can't do the. He can't do them, but he's doing. He's doing sit-ups instead. Louis, um, nice. Louis here yourself yesterday, mate. We haven't missed a beat. Yep. I don't think I can say the yep. same thing about the drive team, and I'm going to let Beaver <laughs> know when he comes on. <laughs> you let him know, Kimpy. Oh man, she was a big old day. I went and sweated it all out after after the show, and by far one of the toughest sessions we did. About it was about thirty eight degrees in the sauna at the gym, and uh, we did wow, well, we did about four hundred burpees, four hundred press ups. She was a tough old tough old shindig, but hey, that's the least we can do trying to raise money. For Movember. So, uh, huge show today, Kempi, and plenty to talk about. And there's a message from Joe that's come through yesterday uh, regarding the race. Oaks Day, J-Mac on fire, Morning. winning a $24 shot in the last. Just one too late for me, J-Mac. I had a multi. Roots into Bookman, into Zenzella. Riveting. Zenzella was obviously riding in the... In the in the Oaks, yeah, rivet again, Kimpy. Oh, look, I'm I'm sick of it. But that one, that one is sheer extreme, and wow, that flew home on the inside for Tommy Berry. So can't complain, can't win it all, Kimpy. But how was your day yesterday, my mate? Yeah, not too bad actually. Um, got out, I spent the day with the girls. So it was really good actually talking to, to Mike King. And it's a funny, it's a funny thing how things happen, you know. So my daughter, she's um, full immersion to do at the at the kura that I went to last year, Takiura. Um, with mm. Papa Tafiri and Fire Car, um, Matua Purupi, the court, the teacher, and she's in the same class that I was in, ironically. And, uh, mate, it's, the timing couldn't have been better, talking to Mike King, and then I went there, and, you know, she's doing so well, my daughter, honestly. Um, I'm so proud of her, and she just needed a, a cuddle and a, and, a, and a little bit of a, a, a validation hug on where she's travelling at the moment, which is what I did. Um, and I had my younger girl there with me as well. And, you know, you do, you do that that family, um, that just get together and, and show some aroha towards each other. And, yeah, but just to pick me up. And then um, had a bit of a walk yesterday and a t- talk to my younger girl, which was really good because she had a, had a what we call a, a mental health day off school yesterday. Uh, she needed a little bit of a break coming up into exams. Um, something for you to remember is when you... Your kids get up to that age, around 14, 15, and they're just starting to hit their senior years that they do need a little bit of love. Um, and then just a quiet night, mate, sat at home, and the rig sent us up a couple of bottles of wine, one for me, one for you. So I got through one last night. Um, a beautiful cloudy... Have you still saved it? Mate, I have. I've saved you the wine. Don't worry about that. Oh, so I'll bring that kimpy. I'll bring that in for you. You said you drank it. No, no, I drank my one. I drank my one. Me and my, me and, me and my girl, we sat down and had just had a, a quiet night last night because Thursday night's normally date night, but 
Um, yeah, just a, we're a little bit tired on the on the go at the moment, so we just sat in, sat in, watched a little bit of Netflix, um, caught up, had a chat and a, a nice little cheese board and, and a glass of wine and just reflected on the day, mate. So really, really nice day. But I wake up this morning thinking about, now there's young fellas here since I've come in. We've talked about, you know, what, how important it is to, you know, exercise not just to keep physically fit, but also to keep your your mind in shape. Um, mm. I was thinking about like Joseph, especially young Joe. Like when I come yeah. in, when I come in here, like then I'm not taking anything away from Joe, but a little bit, um, a little bit of a pick me up. You know, need a little bit of a pick me up around some physical, mm. you know, some physical training and and some some you know some mindful stuff and and I've just you know helped with a couple of conversations along the way, and I'm really proud of him, man. You know, seriously, mm. in 12 to 14 weeks, the kid's gone from, I haven't been for a run, I actually haven't done any exercise, to belting yep. out push-ups, Joe. And I said to Joe, you realise how many push-ups you've done over the last four days? And then um, to get a half marathon done in that time, mate, that's yep. huge. Like, I don't, I, I'm racking my brain to think, who actually went for a run and then said, all oh, right, 12 weeks later, I'm going to do a half marathon? That's crazy. It's, cra- it's cra- crazy. Honestly, like, even <clears throat> even the guys that have trained all their life going, oh, I'm thinking of doing a half marathon, is a massive effort. And here's this kid. For me, that's potential, mate. You know what I mean? When you look, when you're looking at what Mike um, King said yesterday, what our kids need to realise is that, they have so much potential and they've got to stop being so hard on themselves and they just have to get out there and worry about today and just get out That's there that and self doubt. That's that self-doubt. We we all have, Kempi, and, and I, I commend you on that because that's what you need. You need a little push in the right direction. You know, you need someone to really nudge you along and you've done that. And I've seen the changes too. I've seen the changes in Joe. Like, you go run, run a half marathon. <laughs> that just blows my mind. You dedicate your mind. That just shows how mentally strong you can be to put your mind to something and, and achieve it. You know, a lot of people will say it and, and then won't even go out there and, and commit to it and, and fulfill it. So that fulfillment is the biggest thing you'll ever achieve and uh Joe has done that and keep it up Joe. He's obviously I, I spoke to him last the other day about it. I said, oh, what are you gonna do? Are you gonna continue? He's oh I might have rest. I said don't don't stop. Just keep continuing tracking along. Just yeah. chip away. You don't have to run a marathon every single time, but just keep chipping away because what it does up here, I notice it. I notice that when I'm lazy and when I'm, uh, you know, stuck in a hole and I just don't want to get out and I'm finding every single excuse to not go and do something, I'm procrastination, I'm the procrastination king. But once I do it, man, your just mind's full of goodness, you've got those endorphins flowing and you just feel good about yourself. And feeling good about yourself is the biggest thing. And uh, that self-doubt, get rid of it. Because you are good enough and you are important. So keep that going through here. Just quickly from Mark. Mark, Louis away. Louis a little bit crook this morning. He's a little bit crook this morning. So, uh, yeah, he'll be away for today and Monday because he's got cup week. So he's been feeling a bit under the weather at the moment. So hopefully he's doing okay. But it's Izzy and Kim P for your fun Friday on Gumboot Friday. 469 text boots. $3 donation, and there's plenty to talk about. Here's one from Joe. Morena, boys. Thanks, Louie, for staying strong on She's Extreme in the Oaks as I followed you in with a serious bet. Well, Joe, I wish I listened, and I wish <laughs> I followed that one in too because then I wouldn't have got rivet on that multi. 
oh, I need to take more time when I'm doing a doing a pun. Anyway, that's enough of that. <laughs> uh, another uh, add that keep continuing that text message on. She got a clear. She got clear after muscling up on the rail and was a good winner. Donated half of the winnings. How good to Gumboot Friday. So feeling good, boys. And come on, the Black Caps tonight taking on Ireland. Yes. Kempi, the Black Caps are taking on Ireland, and this is an Ireland to- uh, side that has beaten England in this World Cup and the West Indies, sent mm. the West Indies packing. Mm. So they are going to be no easy beats, and if we win this, top four. We're in the top four, guaranteed top four position. It's a big game. To go, this is a huge game, Yeah, huge game against a team that has no fear. They fear no one in this competition. They've got quality throughout game winners. And the Black Caps, after coming off a, a loss to England, will have the doubts, the doubts we've just spoken about, the self-doubt. So we touched on it. I'm going to ask you this before we go to our question of the day. Before the tournament, we had our you know, kind of queries on where do we see the Black Caps getting to. I said top four. You said they're going to make it, they're going to win it. Is that still the same? Is your thought process still the same on this Black Caps before the tournament? Before the tournament, you probably had a lot of doubts. There's a lot of doubters out there. Now they've hit this tournament flying after smashing Australia. They've won a couple, and then they've just lost their last against England. So are those thoughts leading into the tournament still the same as the Black Caps go on and face Ireland tonight? For you, Ken Pete, you confident still? I, look, I am. I, I did a, a cross yesterday at SEN in Australia with Matty White, and uh, he asked the same question. I said, yeah, look, I think it'll be, you know, really great if Australia get through and New Zealand get through, because down under, that's the, the final that we want, don't we? So mm. um, <laughs> I, th- I think, you know, World, World Cup, if you look at the recent history of the Black Caps, you'd be a mug to back against them. Because they do know how to play in those World Cup games, although they've been beaten a couple of times and won a couple um, in some close encounters, they know how to get there. And I and I and I still believe that they'll do that tonight. I think they'll get past Ireland, um, and they'll know once they get into those those major games how to win them. So a little bit of a loose effort again in the field, I reckon, which was the problem in the last game against England. Mm. Um, if they if they do the Glenn Phillips type fielding, you know, with that wonderful catch in the first game against Australia and go back to those little things that Baz talks about that drives the team. I think we've got I think we've definitely got the team at the crease and in the field to win it. Yeah, look I, I, you give me confidence with the Black Caps, particularly with um their their tournament form. They know how they know how to compete at tournaments in the big stage. Um, there's still just a few little question marks. And when you say we'll face Australia in the final, I know we could beat Australia once, but can we beat them twice in their own backyard? Well, that would be a difficult years. task. It took 11 years to beat <laughs> them once. You know, let's, what if we beat them twice in the, in the same tournament in 11 years? Oh, oh. mate, then, then this will be the greatest bloody win ever. <laughs> Beating them twice at home in their own backyard will be phenomenal. So here's hoping. Where do the Black Caps sit for you at the moment? Are you confident going, taking on Ireland, knowing what they can do on their day, can beat anyone? So double eight, double three. Love to hear from you. There's a few text messages there. We'll get to those shortly. But right now, it's time for this. Can't wait. Question of the day. Well, it's a funky Friday, so we're going to tack a little bit left and go a bit random on our question of the day today. So, the question of the day. 
What grinds your gears more? People buying Christmas decorations too early, or just to add on to that, your partner or your loved ones setting up the Christmas tree in November, getting excited <laughs> real early. Hey, there's plenty of those out there. There's one in my house, i tell you that. Anyway, there you go. Or is it? This is quite poignant, knowing what went on down here in Wood End. People setting off Guy Fawkes early. What grinds your gears early more? People setting off Guy Fawkes in July, June, being a Joe, being a Joe Bell, setting off fireworks in the car parks and setting off... Lighting up parks and making the firemen work extremely hard. Let us know. Double eight, double three. What grinds your gears more? People buying Christmas decorations early or even better, setting up the tree in November or October way too early or Guy Fawkes. Double eight, double three. That is our can't wait question of the day. We'll shoot off and we'll come back and get some reaction. You're listening to Izzy and Kempi for breakfast. Thanks to the Chemist Warehouse. Great savings every day. Yes, welcome back. I can't wait. Question of the day. What grinds your gears more? People buying Christmas decorations, or even better, setting up the Christmas tree way too early, or Guy Fawkes. A few messages coming through before we get to those. Kempi, for you? Uh, the Guy Fawkes, definitely, mate. Like, as soon as you said that, I didn't know what the question was going to be today, and as soon as you said that, a couple of, couple of nights ago, lying in bed, 9.30, and the bloody Guy Fawkes stuff started happening, and I'm sitting there going, yeah. come Oh, come on, boys. Like, man, it's not even Guy Fawkes yet. Stop letting them off so early. The problem with the Guy Fawkes is that it keeps going through January and February too, mate. You know? Mm. So I reckon they should cap it. I reckon they should say, yeah. It goes everywhere. Mate, because people stockpile them, Kimpy. Oh, <laughs> so well, what about let it off whenever they what want. What about poor little Christchurch where you are, mate? The whole beach going up ah. yesterday. Mm. You know what I mean? Because of yep. some young bloke letting off some fireworks. they got a, they got a they got to cap it. they got to say you can mm-hmm. let fireworks off in this area at this time. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And that's it. And just – otherwise, just ban it. That's I love Christmas it's time. Becoming, yeah, Christmas time is great. It's, it's my favourite part of the year, but there's nothing worse when the wife sets up – oh, look, that's just my stubbornness. Probably good for the kids. and <laughs> setting up way too early, but uh, I'm with you, Guy Fawkes. Being a horse farmer myself and knowing how scared the animals get. And uh, look, I think there's a, a place for it, but maybe not in your own backyard. Celebration, big celebrations where councils or events let a couple off. I don't mind that. But when you're doing it in rural areas where animals are getting scared and running through tr- um, fences and getting their legs cut and, and mm. all of the above. And then like yesterday or the other day when Woodend Beach is on fire because two kids go down the park and let it all off and creates a, a shitstorm for our, our firemen who are actually <laughs> in a difficult situation at the moment. It's a tough one. It's a tough one. But keep mm. those messages coming through. There's a couple here. Kyle has said, bloody Xmas, Xmas decorations. My, my missus loves it, eh? She has a specific date to set it up and everything. At Absolutely shits me. That is from Carl, and, that, and that's what I, I, I'm, I don't want to. You know, I just want to define the Christmas comment that I just made. I'm not really yeah. into Christmas, but I love the decorations. You know, because that was yeah. a question. It was about the decorations going up. Yeah, Actually, decorations. I, you yeah. know, and the kids love putting them up on trees, the trees that go up. You walk into every place, and you actually have a look around and see what their decorations are like, and go, mm. what What are people going to come up with this year? You know, so. But I know, you know, I know a person, um, and my next door neighbour used a tomato tree as a Christmas tree one year. Yeah, 
you know, and her daughter and her daughter uh, decorated it. It looked cool, man. Honestly, mm. you know, so he grew, grew, got some food out of it as well, as opposed to, you know, chopping something down and become, you know, they become fire hazards too, eh, those things, those little pine trees that you cut out. You oh, yeah. You don't get rid of, the, rid of them early enough. It's, oh, yeah. Here's another one. Fake Christmas tree or real pine tree? Oh, it was real pine tree. Bad hay fever. Oh, got it. Sneezing, yeah. carrying on like, like a pork chop, and, but it had, yeah. had, to be a, had to be a fresh, freshly cut. That was the fun, taking the kids to cut the Christmas tree down. Oh, beautiful. I, I need a fresh one too. That pine smell, mm, smells so good. Another quick one quickly before we get off to Aroha from John. Bloody fireworks should be banned for general sale every year because they cause all kinds of grief. Not needed. Cheers, John. And where's Pungal jumping out next that he is he? Cheers, John. Uh, John, Pungal is um, going to go for a spell. Probably going to get him gelded and he'll be back February-ish, maybe late j- j- January. Um, to have a real big autumn, real big autumn, John. So looking forward to that, and hopefully he can uh, get some good work into him and, and win some big races come autumn. I'm excited. I'm very, very excited, John. We'll keep you up to date, no doubt. Uh, keep those messages coming through. There's a couple more we'll get to regarding the cricket and some mental health chat from Tim the Teacher, because today it is Gumboot Friday, 469. Text BOOTS to 469 for a $3 donation. And keep those messages coming through. Tim has shared his own little journey, and we'd love to even open up the phone lines if you're, you know, if you've, you know, if feeling confident and you you want to share your your journey, give us a call 0800-150-811. We'd love to hear from you throughout this morning because it is a, a important day today, no no doubt. So we're going to shoot off and we'll hear from Aroha and we'll come back with some headlines with Joe. With Joey boys, so looking forward to that. Here's Aroha with the news for Kubota. Together, we're shaping and building New Zealand. Twenty-seven to seven here on Izzy and Kempi for breakfast. Joey filling in for Louie, who's really under the weather. We've overworked him, so I'll be driving the bus for a little bit, boys. Overworked? No, I'm kidding. No such thing, boys. <laughs> Four-day week for him every week. <laughs> You're right, actually. Well, technically he works Saturdays, but I mean he's just punting, and that's nah, what he no. does anyway. So I don't know if that really counts, but you get paid for it. So there you go. Hey, at Bunnings Trade, Powerbeam Business is our trade right now. It's uh, we've got the Rolex uh, Paris. Open a oh, master, sorry. At the, um, well, I and thought you were going to give away a Rolex here from <laughs> no, 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 no. The Rolex Paris Masters. No, but our own Michael Venus is playing um, with his partner uh, Tim Hops, and they actually won it, boys, uh, this time last mm. year. We had Michael Venus on the show, and he told us that he did not get a Rolex when he won. So. Mm. That seems a bit harsh. It seems a bit cheap. Maybe. Yeah. Oh, sorry. It was Tim Putts, my bad. Not Tim Hotz. And uh, but maybe it's just for Djokovic got it because Djokovic is also playing right now. He's a defending champion, and he's up um, in his. Oh no. Yeah, he's up in the first set in his, and Michael Venus is leading in his game as well. And boys, World Series tonight, Game Five. The Phillies. They did not have a good game yesterday. They uh, lost 5-0, were shut out at home. Pretty brutal. Yeah, no hitter. No hitter, yep. Uh, they're heading to Houston today against... I, I think it's going to be a tough one. I think it's going to go to Game 7. And also, at the same time, we've got the Houston Texans playing the Philadelphia Eagles on Thursday night football. 
the Philadelphia's flying at the moment, boys, actually. You know, the Philadelphia Union are playing in the MLS uh, soccer finals against uh, wow. Los Angeles. So that's one to look out for. Um, yeah, that's your Bunnings update. Those, the Eagles are flying 7-0. and They are so good. Oh, Hertz is running a clinic there at quarterback at the moment. But the Phillies captain, Kempe. Thanks for that, Joe. Appreciate that little update. The Phillies captain, he came on the show yesterday and honestly gave a uh, listen to that. He put it up on his, his own YouTube channel and uh, we had a great chat. Man, what a character. But he said when he left, every time I talk to Izzy and Campy, the Phillies win. And well, they got a hiding. So do you think he'll come back on? <laughs> mate, they'll win, the, they'll win hopefully the, the series of Phillies. So yeah, yeah, he'll come back on, mate. He's a char- he's definite character. And check him out. Check his socials out. The hilarious. Absolutely hilarious there, giving it to everyone out there. Um, but, yeah, what a shutout. What a shutout. That's, yeah. But that's why it's a World Series. You know what I mean? That's what that's, Those are the types of games that you you want to see. We've got so much good sport on at the moment. Um, and, and and we're not even talking about the three World Cups that we've got playing in the league, the the rugby union of the semis this, this weekend, and, of course, the cricket T20, which you can listen to SENZ here with Daniel McCarty. Um, tonight and Grant Elliott who putting that out there on a great SENZ uh, call. Man, I listen to I listen to um, Daniel McCarty commentate. Man, he fires it up. He's good, he, eh? Oh, like some of the some of the the one liners are absolutely mm. fantastic. So if you want to yeah. listen in, listen to the SENZ. We're broadcasting all those games live here on uh, SENZ. How good! Yeah, live today from 4pm. Good stuff, Kim P. Yeah, Dan McCarty does a great job. Great job. He gets you, feels like you're right there amongst the action with his call. So uh, appreciate that little update. Yep, live here on SCNZ. Every single match coverage. The Black Caps taking on Ireland. Hopefully they can get that done. And uh, we're going to read a few messages here on the Temper Bedpost text machine. Tim the teacher, we're talking mental health because it is Gumboot Friday, 469 Boots. For a $3 donation, I've asked you for your own uh, thoughts and your own little journey, giving us a little in- inkling into what's going on. And Tim, the teacher, Morena lads, thanks for highlighting Gumboot Friday. Have had my own challenges and always concerned for the well-being of those in the teaching fraternity, where the mental health statistics, statistics are pretty average. Loving the all-black team for Wales too, especially that midfield combo and ALB on the bench. Happy Friday, Tim the teacher. Appreciate that, showing some vulnerability. Yep, everyone's having their own little struggles and dealing with some their own little things in their own lives, and we appreciate you being vulnerable, Tim the teacher. Be like Tim, share your own messages, because it is Gumboot Friday, and the more we talk about it, the more we normalise it. And yes, the All Blacks team has been announced. ALB and David Harvelli on the bench. Your man, Geordie Barrett, playing at 12, Kempe. Yeah. We're going to be talking about it throughout the morning. It is the topic of the day. JB at 12. You picked it. You called it. Are you a part of the selection team? <laughs> <laughs> They've obviously dialed directly into Izzy and Kempe for breakfast every morning on SENZ, the selectors. And yes, I was really happy with the team when I looked at it at 3.30 this morning because 
I was just dialing through my socials to keep up to date and, and looking for that All Black team. The only one surprise I had was naming um, Samasone uh, Tokio Iho on the on the bench and Cody Taylor getting the the, the jump on him, uh, as Chris has mm. said here, starting Taylor over one of the All Blacks' best. Yeah, I'm a little bit. Uh, what do you? I I don't know whether they're using that more as an impact because you mm. may you got a, what a bench seriously. You know, yep. Dave Havili, um, ALB on there, uh, t- um, Tukuho there as well. It's a, yeah, it's a, it is a, a really impactful bench when they come on. But mate, I think that I think Samasoni deserved to be picked as a starting, um, the starting hooker. Your thoughts? I think he is our best hey, hooker. He is our best hooker, Kempi, no doubt about it. I think uh, that's plan. And, and you know that's in everyone's minds at the moment. They know that Samasoni is is our starting hooker. Uh, oh, this is an interesting one because Cody has has done a done his role over many many years. He struggled this year. Let's be honest, he has struggled uh, to be able to find some form and, and nail his core roles. I think it's coming down to some faith from Jace Ryan. Um, Jace Ryan's inclusion there. He's obviously got a really good relationship with Cody Taylor, and and Cody Taylor is an experienced All Black. He's played over fifty games. And he has a ton of experience. So this is knowing how bad Dane Cole's calf is. Mm. You need Cody Taylor to be there and on some game and playing playing extremely well because Dane Cole's body is shutting down. His calf is niggling him every single time. You can't have a suffer or more and Samasoni Tokiahau in the same team going forward to a World Cup. Just too inexperienced. You need someone there that has been to World Cup, won a World Cup. Cody Taylor's won a World Cup 2015, so he knows what it takes. This is building towards that. So you need experience and people that have been there and done that. So this is more about getting his confidence back, getting his form, knowing that he can forge that combination for a one-two combination with Samasoni Tokiahau. That's what I'm I'm predicting because Omoa and Tokiahau. Good players, mm. impactful players, but when the going gets tough, can they handle it for a one-two combination? That's my only doubts. Mm. Um, so, yeah, that, that's what I think about that, and we're going to talk more about that for sure throughout the morning, but we're going to shoot off because this is your time to go and take on the quiz master. The is master, <laughs> and I've checked the quiz. Good luck. Good luck. And I, I just recommend you you get your your film thoughts going, because there's a couple of questions regarding films, some great sporting films out there. So, uh, yeah, 0800 to take on the Quizmaster back soon. Where are we? It's Quizzy Day on SENZ Wood. It's Quizzy Day on SENZ Wood. It's Quizzy Day on SENZ Wood. It's Quizzy
Yes, it's Quizzy Dag on Friday. Boys are up and about. Yeah, I've had a trumpet. I've done my press ups and so has Ed and Ed. Well, good on you, brother. Man, the arms are a bit sore today. Anyway, better rip into it. It's 48 past six. Let's go. Uh, let's go. Uh, we're going to go to Mark from Tauranga, the one and only Hulk. He would have done plenty of press ups this morning. Oh. Morning, Marky. Morena boys, how are you? <laughs> Very oh, good, mate. Good, mate. Well, how are you? You good, eh? It's, uh, it's a nice day here in, uh, in Tauranga today, but heading out to do the Rupert and Track for a couple of days, so it should be good. Looking forward to that long oh. lunch, mate. Yeah, yeah Kempi, it's going to be a bloody doozy. <laughs> I guess it's my shout. Still owe Kempi lunch. No! Forgot about that. Oh, anyway, <laughs> come on then. Good luck to you, Marky. Here we go. Question number one. The Football Ferns have just announced two home games in, a, in Auckland and Wellington against which international team? The USA. The USA. Yes, correct. That'll be a doozy. The best team in the world coming over and playing our football ferns. How good. Question number two. Tom Abercrombie is set to make his return from injury for the Breakers after undergoing, undergoing retinal surgery. What jersey number does Tom wear? Is it 10? 10 is correct. Yes, Mark. He's flying. Question number three. The Kiwi Ferns absolutely crushed France in the opening game of the Rugby League World Cup. What was the score? Oh, shivers. Uh, 49-0. 49-0 is wrong. <laughs> Sorry, Marky. <laughs> Have a good day, brother. Appreciate your call every morning. Love Mine's it. beautiful Brett too, from- Yeah, Cheers for that. I've still got mine, apparently. We'll see. Brett from Huntley. <laughs> Brett from Huntley. Morena to you, Brady. Morena from Napier, my cousin. Ooh, I can hear the birds chirping. I, I can hear that. I understand that noise. That's really hits home right there. Hey, How I good? Like Weather good? Nothing like a sunrise from Marine Parade, eh? Oh, beautiful, when brother. Marine Parade and that sunrise, sun comes up over the water. Yeah. Nothing better uh, over there, Kate. Oh, too much. My mum used to love that. She used to do that. She always tried to encourage me to do it, and I never did it. I wish I did. Anyway, good luck for that, Brett Brett from Huntley, brother. Enjoy it. Good luck. Here we go. Question number three. The Kiwi Ferns absolutely crushed France. What was the score in that game? 46-0. 46-0 is correct. Question number four. How many years has it been since Wales beaten have beaten the All Blacks? Oh, it's 1953. Yeah, you want I'll me give me these? Do the maths. <laughs> yep, do the maths. <laughs> 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 they make me do the maths. Because I'll tell you I'll be cheating. <laughs> yeah, okay. 1953 was 69 years ago. Appreciate it. Well done, even at the, the exact date. Yeah, man, pretty. Question number five. To take home the $50 TAB bonus bet. In the movie, Happy Gilmore, Happy wears an NHL jersey on the golf course. What team's jersey was this? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Boston Bruins? I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) The Boston Bruins is correct. How'd you guess that? Well, I know this. You're going to give that shit up, concentrate on golf. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> tap, tap, tap it in. Hey, Britt, Britt, just run, run, run to the cross line. <laughs> well done, man. Well done, Brett. Hey, good luck. What What are you aiming for? You're gonna smash it. Uh no, I've done my. Are you doing it individual or teams? No, individual cases. I about my seventh or eighth. Um, I'm Maori. Oh, awesome! Awesome. Nice. Nice. I, I love that. To um, uh, just to show my daughters that if you want to do cool stuff, you got to do mahi for it, pretty much. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Awesome, man. That's an awesome co-popper, what they're doing down there. The um, Skipworths, oh, isn't amazing, it? Bro. Yeah, Heather. Bro, you Heather. get in touch with them because in four weeks' time, our Māori have their first full-distance event than the Ahiriri. Ooh, so they've we'll got that. the Ironman distance. We'll do that, 100%. Yeah, we'll get we'll get Heather on the show. She's doing great things for the Māoris, um, for our Māori people down there and, and from all over the country head there. My mum did it. She loved it, mate. So good work, Brett from Huntley. Here's our winner. We appreciate all the callers coming through and having a chance to win the $50 TAB bonus bet. It was a little bit easy. We didn't get too far down the line to all you callers, but I see you. I see you there waiting patiently. Next week is your chance. We're going to go away and we'll come back to wrap up the hour with some text messages. Yes, welcome back. We're going to wrap up the hour for a couple of messages. You've got to remember, it is Gumboot Friday. So here's one from Richard. Hey, boys, used to be in the army. I've had three mates take their own lives. Had another mate who was separating from his wife. We knew something was up. Me and two other mates wouldn't leave him by himself for weeks. Got a call from his old man two months later saying he reckoned we saved his lives. How good is that, Richard? We need more people like you out there um, doing 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 the work that you do. And, yeah, people in the Army, I've heard industries like that, fire, firemen, the police force, teachers that are going through their own struggles. So uh, awesome, mate, Richard. And he, he rounded out that message. The four of us catch up every year before Christmas, and I will be forever grateful thank you so much for sharing that message richard appreciate it there's a couple there as well we'll get to after the seven o'clock we've got tom abercrombie coming up as well i'm gonna have a chat to him he's been for on his own little journey he's back for the breakers they're taking on the kings this sunday breakers are flying that's six and two table topping clash this weekend so looking forward to having a chat to him See where he's at and his impact and what is his game going to look like when he goes and takes the court for the first time in a long time. So looking forward to that. Tom Abercrombie coming up. But before then, here's Aroha with the news for Kubota. Together, we're shaping and building New Zealand. Support strong, healthy bones with Swiss Vitamin D 400 capsules. Now only $24.99 at Chemist Warehouse. And Kogan Mobile, New Zealand's cheapest unlimited prepay plans. Visit koganmobile.co.nz. This is Izzy and Kempi for breakfast on SENZ.
Yes, get up, because it's Gumboot Friday. Izzy and Kempi for breakfast. How good have we been talking about mental health for a very long time now, and it's poignant because it is important to be vulnerable and share those journeys. Thank you, Catherine, for my coffee. Appreciate it. Just got a coffee delivered to my desk. How good to end off my Friday. How good. Um, Just a wee update on the tennis Tim Putz and Michael Venus have won their latest game in the men's doubles, beating the French contingency. So they're continuing their, their uh, tournament on in round 16. So well done to Michael Venus and his partner, Tim Putz. We'll keep you up to date with that throughout the tournament. We're going to keep you up to date with the rugby. There's plenty coming through regarding that All Blacks team taking on uh, Wales. Uh, this weekend, they've named their side, the Black Ferns as well. The Black Caps taking on Ireland tonight. And Dave from Karaka thinks it'll be an easy win. So we'll get to that message shortly. But before then, it is breakers time. I'm going to throw it over to Kempi to introduce our next guest. Yeah, how good. It's been close to three years since the breakers captain, Tom Amber Crombie, has played a game in New Zealand at Spark Arena, a place where he's experienced so many highs throughout his career. He'll be hoping that Sunday night will be one of those moments when he will remember fondly as he makes his long away to return to the team following that serious eye injury. His comeback couldn't come at a better time with a top-of-the-table clash against the Sydney Kings on the cards. Could this be the year the Breakers are once again title contenders? I think so. Come season's end, the man on the other end of the line will have a better idea than he do. And he joins us this morning. Tom, good morning, mate. Give us an update on your eye. How, how is it going? Yeah, morning, lads. Um, <clears throat> no, the eye's feeling good. The, uh, the bubble is burst, so to speak, and um, can see relatively clearly again. So it's, um, it's a relief to kind of have that, have that all behind me and um, pretty pumped to step out, out there with the boys again. Yeah, Tom, it's great to see you back, mate, amongst uh, – you're a stalwart of that Breakers team. You've been there through the highs and the lows, and particularly with last year, there was plenty of lows. The sudden turnaround, Modi Moore, mate, you've had a front-row seat to the drastic turnaround from the Breakers, mate. What can you put it down to? What have you witnessed from uh, from the front seat there? Yeah, I think, um, look, Modi and coaching staff have done a fantastic job of um, – you know, I guess they, they, they had a vision taken over this team and, and transforming us into, you know, one, a defensive-minded, defensive-first team that um, you know, really took pride in that end and, and a team that, uh, I guess, coming back home to New Zealand that uh, New Zealanders could you know, relate to and, um, I guess, you know, understand and appreciate those traits that um, the team has shown already and that, that toughness and physicality and things that the boys have been playing with is um, yeah, it's, it's what we've talked about since day one of pre-season. That's what we've worked, worked on this whole time to try and establish that identity. And Honestly, the, the guys have been incredible these first few weeks of the season. Um, you know, the way they've taken on challenges and, and travel and things. So we haven't had a, an easy schedule by any means um, to start the season, but uh, you know, every little roadblock that's been put in front of us, um, we've overcome and, you know, certainly helps when you've got the carrot of being able to come home at the end of a long trip and spend time with family and things uh, makes a big difference. I know the I know the Phoenix and the Warriors will be watching what you guys have been achieving, uh, Tom. You know, you, you, you're coming off the bench this weekend. What's the plan? How are they going to use you? 
Um, yeah, I guess we'll figure that out over the next couple of days. Um, you know, the first couple of days of practice this week is really just about trying to reintegrate myself into the team. <clears throat> Sorry, I'm getting sick. It's great, great timing as well. Um, <laughs> but, uh, you know, the guys have been away so much and I haven't had a chance to, to practice with them. So, um, you know, the last time I took the floor was in the preseason and we were a completely different team. So it's been good to have a full week leading into this game. Uh, one to, you know, get to get to know my teammates again on court and, and how we're doing things now. Um, game plan-wise, how, how we kind of, can use me, we'll, we'll figure out over these next couple of days. But, um, you know, it's certainly not about reinventing the wheel of what we've been doing. The guys have been doing an incredible job, and I'll um, plug myself in, 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 in any way that uh, can help the team out. Mate, it's a huge day today, Tom, for, for mental health, and we know you've uh, been on your own journey. You've had uh, a ton of injuries. That's all part and parcel of sport. But just quickly, how, how are you doing, mate, and how are you uh, going to approach this game, the mindset that you're going to bring. Yeah, um, <clears throat> look, no, I'm doing, I'm doing all right. It's uh, as you said, injuries in, in sport, um, you know, it can be a tough, tough combination, and uh, I guess lend themselves to, to you feeling a little bit isolated and things at times, and um, it just makes you appreciate those times you know, when you're back out in the field or the court that much more. And I guess approaching this game on, on Sunday, it's uh, um, you, know, you don't want to put too much pressure on yourself and, and certainly I'm not um, you know, it has been a long time since I've played at home and it's going to be an emotional night for me um, but I'm just focused on going out there and I think whenever you get in these situations you just go back to you know, what it is you do and, and trying to concentrate on, on doing the things that you do well and you trust that those will help the team in, in the long run as well so that's what I'm focused on for Sunday Hey, Tom, your name's become synonymous with basketball here in New Zealand. You've been around for, you know, what seems like an eternity. How does Tom Abercrombie measure his uh, impact going forward? Like, whereabouts do you think you can take your game? And with the side going so well, what's your horizon? Where, where do you expect to be uh, come the end of season? Um, <clears throat> yeah, look, I guess for me, you know, right from the start of this preseason, uh, I've always been a leader within this team, but um, yeah, it's probably taken on a different different role uh, this year, especially with Modi. I think he's he's done a fantastic job of not only empowering me to have more of a voice, but uh, but everyone within the organisation as well. And we've seen that um, have some great effect as we've gone on. Um, you know what this team is capable of. <clears throat> it's early days, and whilst it's great to be top of the table, it's only round five, so. You know, not not becoming complacent, staying humble, and, and continuing to work on the things that have got us sit here in the first place. Really important for the guys because um, you know the season just gets harder and harder as we go along. As we've seen so far, every team in this league is is a good team capable of beating anyone. So, if you're slightly off your game, um, you get shown up pretty quick. So, making sure that we don't lose focus despite some some early success and continuing to double down on the team that we want to be is going to be really important. Can you just shed some light on, on Modi Moore's, like, <clears throat> his coaching style and, and directness? We had, a, we had a guy, Alex Schiffer, on yesterday talking about Steve Nash and, and his coaching style was probably a little bit non-direct with, with players. Is Modi opposite and, and really <laughs> passionate and direct with, with his players and the way he, and he gets results out of it? Is that kind of the way he coaches? Can you shed some light? 
for sure for sure now he doesn't he doesn't mince his words at all he's, he's extremely <laughs> honest with his players but um you know the guys have a huge amount of respect for him as well because he's extremely knowledgeable about the game um you know we see it every day when we're when we're watching film the, the details and things and the game plans that he puts together I think the guys, you know, if they didn't, they certainly do now believe in what he's saying, and so it gives them, you know, that power to to be <coughs> to be honest with guys. Um, I think that's really important. I think the guys respect that, and um, there's no beating around the bush or anything like that. He'll tell you something if it needs to be said, but he'll also put your arm around you and, and help you if you're struggling, and um, be the first guy to to call you up on the phone if something's happened or anything like that. So I think he. He strikes a really good balance at the moment. Hey, Tom, we're talking about vulnerability today and obviously Gumboot Friday supporting uh, Mike King's great um, calls here. When when your athletes, we all, we all go through some pretty hectic mental strains, um, whether it be our form, whether we're having conversations with coaches, contract talks and stuff like that. What tool could you share with our listeners that sort of supports you, when you're going through tough times, you know, myself, I, you know, I do, I do a bit of mindfulness thinking, um, which levels me out. What, what's your go-to tool? Um, yeah, look, I think it's with all this stuff, and then I've learned, you know, over a few years of playing, is just a, just to remind yourself that it is just a game at the end of the day. And I think um, Kevin Durant had a good quote or something. Um, on Twitter the other day, which is a miracle because he tweets some yeah. funny stuff. But, I saw uh, that one. I just love basketball. So someone was, uh, yeah, yeah. No, someone was asking him. You know, oh, there's all this pressure on you, Rady Ra, and he's like, no, nah, man. Like, I tore my Achilles two years ago. Like, I get to play basketball for a living. Um, I'm blessed <laughs> or something. And you know, he's absolutely right. Like, we do get to play sport for a living, and um, mm. unfortunately, people get paid to critique us for a living, and that's just part of it. You know, it's part of part of what we do you have to accept some of that stuff and it can be hard to take criticism and things at times but it's all part of this big machine that's churning along and keeping yourself grounded and, and reminding yourself um you know what's important i think is, is really crucial for me i think guys with with families and myself spending time with your kids and, and getting away from sport is a really good distraction and just reminds you about um you know, other parts of life because you know whilst you're caught up in that uh that grind of the season, it can be very difficult to to get out of that cycle and um, you know, think about other things and allow yourself to to have fun and enjoyment. But um, you know, finding ways to to bring that fun and, and things into your life is really important. Yeah, that's huge, mate. Obviously, it just resonates with me um, uh, fully. Just throughout my career, you get so fixated on this one job, this jersey, trying to impress five million people. It weighs you down, mate. You got to find that balance, and I can hear that balance in the back of your. Uh, microphone right there mate they're all yelling for you so we won't hold you too long but you're taking on the Kings so Tom Vodonovic he's obviously facing his old squad has he been at the forefront of conversations this week has he been hyping up the lads <laughs> no he has he's, he's pumped for this one and uh, you know he he was with their, their team last year obviously and they won a championship they had a, they had a really good team they got a lot of guys back so he knows a lot of them um, and they're playing really good basketball again so you know, awesome, awesome challenge for us to see how we've come. Um, we're obviously playing some pretty good defence and they lead the league in offensive ratings and all those kind of metrics as well. So it's the, the clash of styles and, um, you know, Tommy will certainly be leading the charge in terms of taking it straight at these guys. We're, we're looking forward to this one. 
Yeah, mate, it's going to be a hell of a doozy. Just quickly before you let you go, just tell us about these Breakers fans. They are the best fans in, in the competition, no doubt, hands down, eh? They are. Like, it's, <laughs> you don't take for granted, um, you know, playing at home anymore, that's for sure. And Spark has been a, it's been a fortress for us these, these first two games we've had there. And I forgot how loud it gets, man. Like, it's, uh, mm. it's pretty crazy in there. So, yeah, Sunday's a, always been a good one for us. Sunday afternoon's a great time for, for people to come out and watch. So, hopefully, we get a full crowd there. Um, to spur us along because they make a, a heck of a difference for sure. Yeah, it's going to be a doozy, mate. T- Table topping clash. Tom Abercrombie is back. The man, the breaker man. We appreciate your time this morning, brother. Hey, just one little spanner thrown in the works. A little bit of a sickness here, mate. No doubt you'll be fine come Sunday. Oh, yeah, man. We'll get over it. Nothing a few, vi- <laughs> few vitamins and oranges can't fix that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good man, brother. Cheers, Appreciate boys. your time. Good to have you back and uh, go well, Tom. Thanks, fellas. See you later. There, there he is. Tom Abercrombie He's back for the Breakers, How an good. absolute champion. He is the Breaker man. He's been there for so long through the highs and the lows. And you remember last year, Kimpy, talking to Tom, they were, uh, I don't think they won a game. No. They were struggling. Oh, and they were oh, away for a long time. Yeah, and he was saying that, you know, we're doing it really tough, you know, like in Australia, haven't seen my family for so long, and I reckon mm. they're just a happy bunch of blokes being back in New Zealand and, and living, you know, living their normal life. So, mate, they're top of the table. How good. And you're right with the, what if? You're right with the fans, is he? You know, we, we just set up here, Louis, me and Louis, we're going to get to one of the games up here, the home games up here, mm. um, and go and support the Breakers. So I can't wait. Mate, they got fanatical fans. They know how to do it. And you're you dead right. You, thousand days since Tom's played at home. 2020, I think I was reading, and uh, it's been a long time. And I think it'll be good. You touched on it there with the Warriors, how they've been able to adapt and overcome. It'd be quite good to dig a little bit deeper about how the Breakers have overcome what they've had. You know, the Warriors have been away for a few years, and mm. they struggled. The breakers are away. They really struggled, but they've come home. They've flipped the switch, and then they've uh, they've changed it, and now they're in a winning formula. They've obviously had a lot of changes with the coaches. Modi Moore's done a fantastic job. He's pretty direct with the team, but very similar. You think eh? it'd be great? Yeah, very similar for the Warriors to get in there and just dig a little bit deeper of how they've made that subtle change. Yeah, that co- that code sharing used to be a big thing back back when I was coaching. You know, you'd go and sit with coaches, and I remember sitting with um, the Breakers coach. He was the, I forget his name, he was the Australian coach. He went on to coach Australia um, when he first came over here because he coached the Breakers at the same time uh, I coached the Warriors. And we sat down and we just shared our thoughts on travel, you know, building teams and stuff like that. This would be a great time to go and sit down with the Breakers. If, If I was in the Warriors there, I'd be sending my coaching staff to the Breakers to do some study. And say, how have you hit the ground running? Because when you hit the ground running at the beginning of the season, man, it sets your year up. You know that. I know that. You know what I mean? Yeah. So the breakers, you know, and and Tom's hit the nail on the head. He said it is only early seasons, but getting those wins early go go a long way when injuries start to kick in, form starts to drop. You know what I mean? And you and you and the season starts to become long. So, man, I'm I take my hat off to them how they've come back after a thousand days. Tom Abercrombie and his side. Um, just the way that they've started the season. Unbelievable. Winning, winning close. They've had a couple of games. I think they took on the, the jump, uh, 
uh, jump jacks. I can't remember the name. Kins, the Taipans. They took on the Kins jack jumpers, and they won. And like they were down by, like, I think they scored one point or two points in the first quarter, and then they came back to win it away at Kins, and it was whew, so good, so good. That obviously those close wins that does a lot more for their confidence and just gives them confidence when they win ugly. Does so much for the team and uh, the breakers. They're flying. They're only five games in, so we can't get too confident, too ahead of, get, ahead of ourselves at the moment. But they are showing signs of a pretty successful season. So great to have Tom Abercrombie back. We're going to shoot off and we're going to come back with off the back fence. Tony Kemp will be doing one two uppercut. So stay tuned. That was Tom Abercrombie. You're listening to Izzy and Kempy for breakfast. Thanks to the Chemist Warehouse. Great savings every day. The Back Fence with Tony Kemp. Oh, that was 300 push-up, boys. So what a weekend we got coming up. They say good things comes in threes. We just did 300 of them. So on our fun Friday, let's look at the World Cup and three key matchups that could make or break these World Cups for our teams this weekend. Let's start with the cricket. Devin Conway, Glenn Phillips and Finn Allen hold the key to New Zealand coming through the group stages and bringing that cricket T20 World Cup home. If these three can continue to take sides apart in the crease, New Zealand have a decent shot at winning the title. Attitude in the field is paramount. And let us not forget Phillips' outstanding, committed, that's the difference, catch in game one. Black caps for me all day. And if they were great in the sevens field, they will need to be a step above this to get the job done on the fifteens field. Come the weekend against the French, Flula, Tui and Woodman can cement their place in history if the trio can transfer their attacking prowess. We have come to love in the sevens to the Garden of Eden this weekend. Imagine the TikToks if they rip them apart this weekend and go on to win the cup. Come on, ladies. The country is behind you. And finally, my beloved Kiwis, Izzy. Hughes, Brown and Smith are the key to unlocking our true potential when we can argue is still to be seen at the World Cup. And our biggest rivals in Australia are in the same boat. As Nathan Cleary and Daly Cherry Evans battle it out to lead the spine of Yoel, Munster and Tedesco, all eyes will be on our trio to see if they are truly up for the challenge if they can get past Fiji this weekend. This game is crucial for me. Our spine fires and we go into the game against Aussie with a heap of confidence. If it fails, for me it's goodbye next week in the semis. Fires or fails pretty simple three key players and three key games to advance to three big games next week come on the Kiwis let's go off the back fence with Tony Kemp god Kempy this is why we do what we do isn't it because we're at the ah oh, the good part of this competition's now we've got the black caps you did right they should get the job done against Ireland Ireland team can beat anyone on their day, but full of confidence for the Black Cats. Black Ferns, wow, we they've made some changes, and we'll talk about that after eight o'clock with Scotty Sumo. They've got Renee Holmes taking over the fullback role, and wow, the professor has seen something because Ruby Two did a fantastic job at fullback, I feel. But Renee Holmes, the best tactical kicker in that team, so maybe they are going to use the boot a wee bit more against the French. And, well, Renee Holmes, there was chat about her knocking a couple over from 50 out, so maybe taking the points that are on offer. So some big changes. And then the Kiwis, we haven't even touched on the Kiwis taking on Fiji this weekend in a quarterfinal. Man, I'm excited. I think we're not really 
touching on it because I think we know so confident. We're so confident about this. Like, we're probably a bit, a bit ironic, really, that we are just forgetting about it because we're just expecting them to win it and be there at the final. But this is no easy hurdle for for the Kiwis. You expecting them to to do the job pretty easy against the Fijian side? Oh, look Kurosawa and Co. No, I don't think it'll be easy. By a long shot, I think we get down to the, the quarter, quarters and the semis, every game in from here is pretty tough um, because the top eight teams, which we, we knew we were going to get through, any one of them on a given day could show up and, and play, you know, if they play to their potential, an absolute blinder. So I think we'll, I think we'll beat them. Um, I, I said 13-plus yesterday. But I think, it, you know, for me, really, it's more about Dylan Brown, Jerome Hughes. Yeah. And of course, Brandon Smith, a hooker, firing. Joey Manu's going to jump in the back of it no matter what. You know, a bit like Tedesco on the back of that spine that they're trying to settle on in Australia. So I think, it, you know, we're letting it fly under the radar yet, but I think that's nervous flying for me. It's, I'm, I'm a little bit nervous, mate. You know, talking to Madge yeah. McGuire running it straight this week, it sounded like he was preparing for an NRL game the following week, not preparing a Kiwi team to win at all costs. And that's got me a little bit nervous. Yeah, that's a that's a foot trip in the making. If you look too far ahead, you've got to stay in the now, stay in the present. If you look too far ahead, this Fiji side can surprise anyone. You know how good they are with ball in hand. Probably don't have the structure, but their biggest threat is unstructured. And if you play an unstructured style of game against Fiji, they will destroy you. Mm. You've got to nail your core roles, play the game, get to your set of six, kick the ball, Dylan Brown, Jerome Hughes, nailing it and taking uh, taking over that team. So we'll keep diving into that, Kempi, because I'm with you. I'm a little bit nervous because it's, you know, just flying under the radar a wee bit because maybe our expectations are too high and we're, we're forgetting about the now, and the now is right now Fiji this weekend, Sunday, taking on the Kiwis. So looking forward to that, mate. Appreciate you off the back fence. Do you agree with Kempi? Are you excited this weekend? Our three teams. Oh, you got four if you throw on the All Blacks taking on Wales. And Mark Herrickens, boys, Wales are going to hammer the ABs. Mark my words. Mark my words. You like that, Mark? Mark Mark's words. There you go. Mark no Herrickens, the boy. <laughs> Wales are going to hammer the ABs. Do you agree? Double eight, double three. Well, do the Kiwis, are they going to get the job done relatively easy? There's a question there from Rahotu as well regarding some defensive deficiencies with the ABs. We'll get to those after the news with uh, Aroha. And after that, we've got the choices flooring pole with Joe. So looking forward to that. Here's Aroha with the news for Kubota. Together we're shaping and building New Zealand. Morning, 26 to 8 here on SENZ, Izzy and Kempi for breakfast, boys. Almost the weekend and a big one it is. Time for our choices for impulse. See your room view. See your floor change in an instant with room view. Um, you can vote on the SENZ app. Just click on Izzy and Kempi for breakfast. Question today is, which team has the toughest assignment this weekend? Is it the Black Ferns against France? The All Blacks against Wales? The Black Caps against Ireland, which of course you can catch nine SENZ from 4.30. Or The Field versus Animo. <laughs> that was obviously a Louis special. He uh, came up with the idea from his deathbeds. Uh, <laughs> what do you boys reckon? <laughs> oh, mate, for me, I think the Black Ferns v France is a real mm. tough assignment given 
what we know the French and the English turned out in the earlier rounds. So um, on home soil, I hope the Black Ferns can get it done. Um, All Blacks are close second. Yeah, I'm saying with you, Kempi. I think the Black Ferns, just being at home, the hype, the build-up, the pressure, and knowing France... You know, I just think back to my experiences with France and you just don't know what French team's going to turn up and they're full of emotions, very, very passionate people and on their day, they can just beat anyone, anyone and I experienced that. Mm. I didn't lose to them, but in the World Cup final 8-7, just too close for comfort. So that one's for me. Black Ferns taking on France, I think it was a huge task for the for the ladies this weekend. Wayne Smith and Co. getting the job done, but um, I've got all faith for them to, to go out there and, and do the job. But then a close second for the All Blacks taking on Wales. Wales will be licking their lips with what they witnessed the week before in Japan. Obviously totally different team, but uh, it doesn't matter who's out on there. The, what we're seeing at the moment, the structure's defensive deficiencies at the moment, and well, Rahotu's come in and, and spoken about it. Caleb Clark, Kempi, can you... Do New Zealand a favour and teach Caleb Clark how to defend. He's a liability at the moment. That is from Rahutu, and uh, I, I touched on it yesterday. Defence mm. is bad at the moment. There is no connection. There is no line speed, and they were just bending us like Beckham on the weekend, Japan on the edge. So they need a hell of a lot of work. Whether a week's long enough, probably not, because that's their system, and you can't change the system overnight. They need to do a hell of a lot of work. But, uh, yeah, I think those top two are going to be close. Yeah. Mm. And, mate, it's a, a, when your system's not working, the wingers are always isolated and making decisions. You know that. Mm. I know that. Being stuck yep. out there when you've got the wrong wrong system playing, you're in no man's land. Of course you and then yep. end up making decisions on your own, which generally put your, your team in more trouble, don't they? So... You just have to look at the Warriors' defensive structure on the edges um, over the last couple of years. You know, their system was very poor, and they they lost two wingers. Dave Fusitua left, uh, Ken Mamalo left, and and who they replaced them, they did, didn't didn't do much better. So your I'm, wings, your your wings are so important. They can play. You're the eyes for everything, everyone out there. Like everything's happening mostly in front of everyone else. And on the edge, you're the eyes. You're you're the communicator. You're the identifier. You're telling who they got. You're telling them I've got last. You're telling them I've got second last. You're giving them that confidence. And at the moment, I feel like our wingers, look, I'm not out there and you can't really see much, but maybe a bit too quiet and you're not really giving those people inside you certainty on who they got. And then that's leaving them in no man's land, which is stuck on an island, separated from the defensive line, and that's how they get in the bend because those guys inside them don't know they haven't got any certainty on who they've got. Mm. So they really need to fix that up. And I think that needs to come down to a bit of accountability. Like the coaches are out there and they've obviously got systems, but you need to nail your role and your role is to connect that inside defensive line and give them confidence to get up and pressure them. And at the moment, I'm not seeing any of that. So, Rahutu, I'm with you, mate. I think our wingers really need to stand up. You look to that Aussie game when we played them in Melbourne when Will Jordan got caught too tight and Pete Sami got him on the outside. You know, that's that's a, that's a no-no. That's an absolute no-no. You should, as a winger, there's no worse. There's two things that should never happen. You should never get a cross-field kick over your head. That's just like the cardinal sin as a winger. You never get caught out getting too tight. And you never, ever get beaten on the outside. 
I'd rather them go through us, not around us. Mm. And if they're going through us, that's just a lack of attitude and uh, the, the will and desire to make that tackle. So a lot of work there, Kempe. Ooh, I like a lot. that. You're motivating me. A l- you should be a, maybe you should be the defensive coach. <laughs> well, I had to work extremely hard on my defence, and, and in all honesty, at fullback, it is difficult because you got one and one, and you miss tackle. They score tries, but when I went to the wing, I absolutely loved it because it, you're up there in the action. You had more time to be in that defensive line and make decisions, and I actually think it helped my game for for, for sure. So, yep. I think it's an easy fix if they can just get up there and, and start giving each other certainty on who they got, go forward and make those tackles. So, uh, yep, we're talking choices, flooring, pole. Head over to Izzy and Kempe for breakfast on the app, and you can have a vote. Black Ferns v France, All Blacks taking on Wales, the Black Caps Island, or the Field taking on Animo. Can Animo get beat, Kempe? Can Animo be beaten? Well, Thunderstruck. Not- can Thunderstruck? Pull. It's 40 metres shorter, and I expected... Uh, Thunderstruck would have won that Cox Plate if it was forty meters longer. Can Thunderstruck get it? Oh, I think I think it's it's not out of the question, hundred um, percent. But you know, it all has to fall into place. For you know, you've got the best, you got the best jockey on him at the moment, haven't you? On Animo, mm. puts him in the best yeah. place to win it. He got the best horse. Now, everything has to go right for Thunderstruck. So, mm. well, I. I can't see Animo getting beaten. I think I think this one here is probably the race that you would back Animo in. Um, did Did you just stop Animo? Well, mate, it's the first time he's been <laughs> under two bucks too. You know, so I think yeah. everyone knows that that this the, the race mm. is set up for him with James McDonald. Um, yeah, man, it'd be a, a look. You'd be a mug to back against them, but you'd also if you you'd be quietly confident too on on Thunderstruck's last race. That was the run of the race, Thunderstruck. Yeah. Coming down the yep. outside, and you're dead right. Another 40 metres, he had it. Another 40 metres, I reckon Thunderstruck got it. Look, but J-Mac, he is on a heater at the moment. Four more wins, breaks his record for last year's carnival. Man, he is just an absolute champion. To win, to, to ride, I oh, know, mate, he is flying. <laughs> and the, he's having a baby soon. I think she's due at the moment. So she's holding on to finish the carnival so J-Mac can get the record and get paid because he's got another big ride too, Nature Strip. Can anyone beat the strip? Giga kick. Can it get it done? Anyway, coming up, we're going to talk some more racing. Darren Weatherly, Stars of Spring. He's got a big one racing in the 2000 Guineas. We'll get a wee update from where Priya is at at the moment. Keep those messages coming through. Remember, it is Gumboot Friday, 469. Text Boots to 469 for a $3 donation. Gumboot Friday, mental health. We talk about it every single day. We share our own vulnerabilities, and there's been a few coming through on the text machine. J-Mac is out, boys. Mike, J-Mac is out. His baby here. His baby due. I thought that yesterday. I, th- I heard a whisper when I was over there that the baby was due any moment. I was thinking, man, is he going to get through this carnival? Well, apparently not, because Mike has messaged through and said, J-Mac is out. Give us a call. 0800 We'll shoot off and come back with Darren Weatherly. Well, we're going a little bit over time here, so let's rip straight into it. Darren Weatherly, 49 good horses have won the 2,000 guineas. The roll call of seriously good horses have gone on to dominate is huge. Well, here's Pierre, the gelding, leading the market in preparation for this big race on Saturday. And Darren and the team are ready to rip in. So, Daz, morning to you, mate. How are you? Is he all right, mate? Oh, I'm very, very good, mate. How... 
How's Pierre tracking for the big one tomorrow? Look, I tell you what, mate, he's, um, he's travelled really well. He hasn't turned a hair. Um, his work's been good and he's eating everything. Um, on the other hand, I've been walking the box and I've gone off my tucker, but I mean, <laughs> as long as he doesn't read the paper, we're, we're fine. Yeah, mate. Just tell us, Darren, now, how did Big Time Australia and our Aussie Kier get involved? Uh, look, that was after his first win at Matamata. Um, Aussie um, gave me a call and um, he wanted to buy the whole whole lot of the horse, mm. but um, he wasn't he wasn't for sale. I tell you what, he's got a couple of owners, and well, I, I owned half of them as well as my good friend Barry Wright, and we we bred the horse, and um, we're kind of in different stages of life. He's um, Barry's um, 86 years old, um, a young 86, but he's 86 years old and he's got a million dollars in his back kick. And I, I owe the bank a million dollars, so we're at different stages of life. <laughs> um, and um, Aussie, Aussie jumped on board and he wanted, he wanted the whole lot. And I said, no. And then he come back at half and I said, no. And then he said, what about half of your half? And I thought, well, look, it's going to keep the bank manager happy and the wolves away from the door for a bit. So, um, yeah. So, hey, but I'll tell you what, he's a... He's a big player, Aussie Kerr. He's got horses with um, shit bigger trainers than me, you know, like um, mm. you know, Aaron Maher and Chris Wallace and that. So it, it certainly doesn't do our profile any harm having those colours run around on, um, on our horse here. Yeah, it's going to be beautiful, mate. Are you excited to see Pierre on, on a good track? It's been racing on a couple of dusty ones. So you excited to see what it can do on, uh, on the good one? I think, um, I think uh, yeah, he's it, got such a, a, a beautiful long stride, and I think the the, mm. the firmer ground will be a, it will be an assist for him, um, even though he has one on on softer tracks. But uh, yeah, he's got quite an electrifying sprint, and um, and the better track won't worry us. Hey, you've got Dynastic and uh, Cognito. Mark Walker's got a couple in there from Tauco. Where are the threats coming from? Oh look, hey, look, I respect them all to be be honest in that. Tiakau have won the um, 2000 Guineas seven times, so you'd be a mug if you, thought, you know, thought they couldn't do it again. Um, and also those two fillies down the bottom with that weight allowance, they they look like they have a have a little bit of ability as well. So um, obviously, you know, it's uh, we've got a ticket in the lottery and we've got a pretty good ticket. So um, I'm, I'm I wouldn't swap my horse for anything, but um, I still respect um, the opposition. Uh, you know, like coming down from up north, it's a four thousand dollar buddy plain fair and that so they wouldn't come down just to run last they obviously all think they're in with a hope and um it'll be interesting at 439 tomorrow afternoon oh it's a hell of a race i backed Novier last year and anyone can win that thing ran from last to, to win it in, in a canter so what would never yeah, exactly. what would we never be be looking to do from a good barrier oh look um i would just he, he rode a, a 10 out of 10 at matter matter and if he could if he could posse him up in a nice position somewhere and just get him in a in a good rhythm and behind the leader somewhere, um, I'd be I'd be happy. And he's, um, you know, I said to someone yesterday, you don't need to give good uh, good jockeys don't need instructions and bad ones don't follow them. So um, yeah, I'll, I'll pretty much yeah. leave it up to Nabba and see how the tempo of the race goes. Race four, Marina Farina, is that a chance? Maria Farina is probably um, she's actually a half sister older to um, Pierre and she's probably one of the fastest horses in New Zealand when she um, for that last 100 metres it's just um, she's not in a, she's not push button she's an easy ride but she she sometimes works for the boys in Petonia I reckon because she spots the winning post and thinks the job's done and drops the tools so I just the girls he's just got to 
smother her up and try and ride her a little bit unlucky. And if she can get out late and dash at them late, she's a she's a live hope. She's a real. Um, she needs to run on the main road, and she's struck a couple, oh, a bad track in Sydney and and so forth. So um, she's going to get conditions to suit tomorrow, and she's bouncing out of the skin. So um, yeah, we're hoping for a, a strong effort from her as well. Beautiful. All right, just before we let you go, win or lose, head to the paddock after Saturday for Pierre. Yeah, he's going for a well-deserved um, little break after after Saturday, um, and and then we'll just assess where we go from there. Whether we give him a another campaign over Christmas and, and look at something like the um, Levin Classic or um, whether he has a decent break and then we just prepare him for Sydney in the autumn. We'll just um, tick that box when it comes. Beautiful, mate. We're going to let you go, Daz. We appreciate your time. Just quickly, um, Sam Weatherly, obviously are playing golf with him on Monday. I hear he's a bit of a shark on the golf course. Is he all right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't, yeah. Just be careful if he starts laying bets or something there, is he? <laughs> Yeah, How do yeah, I get no, in his head? How do you get in his give, head? Give, yeah, yeah. Give me something. Exactly. You go. You're going out uh, Clearwater. They tell me. Yeah, Clearwater on Is Monday. Right? I'm gonna just he- I'm gonna heckle him all day on Monday. I can't wait. <laughs> Good on you. No, he's looking forward to it. So we're at, he was at the driving range yesterday, having a bit of a practice and getting a lesson from uh, Jeff Pittman. So yeah, you better watch out. Take, make sure you take your wallet with you, Izzy. I will, Daz. Hey, good luck on Saturday, mate. Appreciate your time. Go well with Pierre and Nabra on top. Appreciate it, Daz. Thanks so much. Thanks, Izzy. Cheers, Gambi. See you, mate. There he is, Darren Weatherly talking. Pierre racing in the 2000 Guineas on Saturday. We're going to shoot off and wrap up the hour. Yes, welcome back. Updating some breaking news. J-Max suspended after Saturday's racing for his ride on Roots. Yesterday, so he's going to be suspended for eight meetings. He'll be back uh, mid-November. So that's him out, probably an omen, really. He's going to go away and have his first child. So congratulations to him and his partner. And multi him up everywhere and hope you got a piece of him in last yesterday at 25-1. to 1. No, I didn't. Hell of a ride. And nothing, well, no surprises there. J-Mac is flying at the moment. Halberg Sportsman of the Year, Kempi. 100%. Yes. 100%. J-Mac. He's got to be and not, in, it, in it, for sure, isn't he? He, he's, he has to be. He is flying at the moment, J-Mac. He's going to be suspended at Saturday midnight, so he'll still have an opportunity to ride a couple of Group 1 winners. We're going to shoot off, and we're going to come back. We're going to talk some Black Ferns with the one and only Scotty Sumo. They're taking on the French this Saturday. Here's Aroha with the news for Kubota. Together we're shaping and building music. Leave sore throats with Betadine Sore Throat Lozenges 36 pack. Now only $8.99 at Chemist Warehouse. And Kogan Mobile, New Zealand's cheapest unlimited prepaid plans. Visit koganmobile.co.nz This is Izzy and Kempi for breakfast on SENZ.
Get up, it's Gumboot Friday here on Izzy and Kempi for breakfast. SCNZ Friday, the 4th of November. It's just after 8 o'clock. We appreciate all your input throughout the show. Plenty of messages coming through on the Temper Bedpost text machine. Nothing more important than this one from Chris. Guys, $3 on your phone bill, even when finances are thin, is nothing considering all the difference it could make. I put it out I put out a challenge to all your listeners to text boot boots to four six nine today, this gum boot Friday. Cheers from Chris. Be like Chris. We've texted in plenty of times. Kimpy, myself, Joe, Neeps in the back room, even Aroha. Do your bit, because that three dollars could go a hell of a long way. It is hugely important this day, and there is no one more important to talk to than our next guest, the one and only. Looking forward to this one. After what has so far been an impressive showcase for the Black Ferns, the World Cup has reached its penultimate stage. Tomorrow night, Eden Park will host what must feel like the most important game of these players' careers. Not only will a win punch their ticket to a World Cup final at home, but it'll go far in erasing memories of last year's Northern Tour woes. Scotty Stevenson will be helming the coverage of the semi-finals on Spark Sport, and he has been as he has been all tournament long. It's great to welcome him into the show, Scotty. Good morning to you, brother. Morning, is morning, Kempe. How are you, lads? Morning, mate. Oh, we're good. We're good. We're super pumped for tomorrow, mate. This tournament has been a cracker. Absolutely loved it, mate. So for you, you excited for tomorrow and what the girls can bring? Ladies? Uh, yeah, mate, look, I am. Mate. They've been extraordinary, haven't they? And uh, I was just mm. talking to someone yesterday thinking about how you go about finding a style of game that suits the athletes that you have. And that's where I think the Patreons has really laid down a blueprint um, not just for them, but for other teams as well. And, and I know Wayne Smith will take a, a lot of... Well, he won't take any credit for it, but he should. Uh, but yeah. look, they, they have just been incredible to watch. So entertaining. And, you know, I was thinking back, mate, those, those two weekends in, in Whangarei with 16,500 people each game yeah, day, man. they were incredible atmospheres to be a part of. And I was just so proud of my people from Tetai Tokoro getting out there and supporting me <laughs> for him. And, I, and, you know... I hope, I really do hope that tomorrow Aucklanders and those from around the region pour into Eden Park because they could be the difference for these women tomorrow night. Yeah, you're dead right about Tutai Tukuro. They did come out and support Scotty. What about the the way that they've, uh, I, I guess, adjusted to Wayne Smith's way of thinking and, and shown some expression backed by yep. an uh, Aotearoa crowd that actually wants to see these women go out and win. Do you think that's a, 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 a feather in Wayne Smith's cap or a much-needed change after last year's Northern Tour? Yeah, I think they had... Look, there, there are so many mitigating factors for last year's results. So given these women hadn't played a test match in something like 27 months. So let's, let's park that for a second, but let's stay with the present because what's happened here is, is a rejuvenation for this team. They, have, they, they thoroughly believe in the game plan, and the game plan is simple, attack from everywhere. Look up, if there's space, <laughs> make it happen. And, and everyone follows. You know, there's not one woman out there who questions the decision. They get amongst it. They've got the kind of players who understand space. They've got players who understand support lines. Uh, I'm going to name a couple here. Ruby Tui's been outstanding in this tournament. Oh. So is Renee Holmes, who gets a shot at fullback this weekend. And Sarah Hidani last weekend at seven, 
who gets the job again ahead of co-captain Kennedy Simon. I, I thought it was one of the best seven performances I have seen in terms of support lines, hitting rucks, securing ball. It was just phenomenal. Are we, are we going to see similar sumo? Like, I've touched on it throughout the last couple of weeks. I love the run it from everywhere, the brand of footy, the exciting rugby that they play. But if you can't get that set piece right, that's only been the question mark. Can you see them winning this game knowing that there might be a, a little bit of a force coming in the scrum and the line-out? Well, I think line-out's going to be their biggest concern. They're up against two great locks and Freer and Tile for the French. Freer, the captain, has been great at line-out time. Their line-out's pretty accurate for the French, although they don't use it as the attacking weapon that an England side or a Canadian side does. Uh, they build their game on defence and kicking is, and they, they have rock-solid defence. They've considered two tries all tournament. That says everything, doesn't it, about the way they tackle. There's an incredible midfield matchup going on out here uh, tomorrow night as well between Vinnie and Philippon, the two French midfielders, and Fitzpatrick and Fleurless in New Zealand. That is going to go some way, I think, to sorting uh, the game result. And then you've got your kicking game. And uh, Jean is a very good kicker for France at 10. Bordon is a fantastic halfback. Services have thrown very well. But, you know, with Kendra Cox said, she will just look to up the tempo. And tempo, I think, is mm. going to get this team over the line. It's not going to get bogged down in, in a dogfight with the French because they will lose that. Uh, if they just go out and bring chaos as they have done all tournament, that's, yeah. their, best, uh, that, that's their best option. And the inclusion of Renee Holmes, obviously thought Ruby too was outstanding when she was mm. playing fullback, mm. but is that more of a tactical uh, style of how they want to play, more of a running game? And knowing her, I was reading she was kicking them from 50 out, so points on offer, take yeah, them. What about that? <laughs> uh, yeah, no, she kicked beautifully in that last game. Didn't play in the last full game, but the game before, she was outstanding from the tee. I, mm. I think it's an insurance policy in some ways uh, with the boot, mm. uh, is, and I thought as much when she was selected. Um, look, and it just gives them options with Hazel Tubic on the bench. She can kick as well. Ruhe Demont kicked pretty well last week. So they've got those kicking options and they've got the long kicking options. Uh, I, I think it's a sign of respect for the French. I think it's a sign of respect for the kind of game they might find themselves in. Uh, but ultimately, Renee Holmes, too, is a wonderful counter-attacking player. Uh, and she yeah. will, she's just 22 years old, too. So to have the vote of confidence in a semi-final... Uh, it's still all die out there tomorrow night. I think that's going to see her elevate her game. And, and Wayne Smith was very complimentary about the way she's able to bounce back in games from small mistakes, and that's going to be crucial too. Hey, Scotty, if you had to pick one area that they needed mm. to really dominate to get through the semi-final and the final, where would that have? Where would that uh, area be? Well, on two things, actually, Ken. I think more defence is crucial. Uh, they're going to come up against yeah. big morning teams. If they make it through the final, and I suspect England will, um, with some ease, get past Canada, uh, England has scored something like 70% of their tries from line out. So you're going to have to have some more defence on point. Um, where's Jace Ryan when you need him? The other area, I, I, I think, is just play your game. Um, they can be started on that team. <laughs> and play, playing at the line, they've got to they've got to play at the line. They've got to play it to the French. They've got to use that pop ball. They've got to use their best support runners. Um, and to throw back to nineteen ninety five, you other fourteen give the ball to Porsche. <laughs> give it to Porsche, and then Asia when she comes off the bench. Man, we've got some wingers. I tell you, they are so exciting. Yeah. Hey, Sumo, yeah. you've been an advocate for for women's sport for a very long time. Not only rugby, cricket, you got football. 
Mate, are you proud? Are you happy with where we're at at the moment? And, and this is just what it's deserved for a very, very long time now. Are you starting to see some changes? Uh, I'm starting to see some acceptance that the, that the old ideas and the old concepts must die and that yeah. uh, these women, you know, but look, there's not one of them, and you know the women in rugby as well as I do, there's not one of them who expects yeah. equal pay. There's not one of them that thinks mm. they're a bigger deal than the All Blacks. What they want is opportunity and respect for what they do, and they have to do it a lot yep. differently than the professional blokes. So um, to be able to afford them the time and the space and the support for what they are trying to achieve, you know, they're out there representing their country just like anyone else, um, but they've got to do it um, under sometimes much tougher circumstances than the blokes do. So, you know, but you, you talk about advocacy, you know, if I can play a small part and just helping people understand the challenges that these women face to be able to do what they love to do, um, then you know, I'm, I'm happy to do that and I will continue to do that because they're outstanding people. They've got amazing mm. stories. They've overcome hurdles that most of us don't really understand um, and they're out there and they're playing a brand of footy from a, from a black firm's perspective at least that is so entertaining and, and a joy to behold. And so, um, mate, I, I, just, I love being around them. They're great ambassadors and they're great humans. And captured the nation too, Scotty. That's what they've done through this World Cup. Hey, it'd be remiss of us not to ask you about the game up in the Northern Hemisphere that's going on, the All Blacks versus Wales. What's, yeah. the, what's the headlines next week, yeah. mate? You're a fantastic story writer. What are they? <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's a great question, Kimby. I mean, I, I, could, I could go into a dystopian future here, but I won't. I, look, I... Oh, that, that, that's a pretty solid All Black side, isn't it? And um, you know, like they, they will be confident that they can get out there and put on a show in Cardiff. I think. Come on, uh, Sue, they mate, tee off. That, that, no, <laughs> that, they have to get out there and they have to perform. I, I think it's time to shine here. They would have looked at this Northern Tour, been Japan, uh, didn't matter. But these three games, this is what a World Cup's about, isn't it? Win three games straight, and you can win a World Cup title. So they've got to go out there and bed down. And, and again, I'll go back to that point I made about the Black Ferns. Find a game plan that you believe in and then go out and perfect it. And that's what the All Black side, I think, is desperate to do. Yeah, I think they're lacking a little bit of belief at the moment. They need to go out there, build some cohesion and start playing as a team. Sumo, we're going to let you go, my friend. We appreciate your time. You're a busy man. You cover it all. You cover American <laughs> racing, uh, yachting. You're probably going to do bowls, temp and bowling, mate. You're a phenomenal broadcaster. I love what you're about. But quickly, how does tomorrow night unfold for you, bud? Uh, ferns goes through and England goes through. There you go. And I think the ferns Bang. do it in style. Nice. The, the, the ferns do it in style. The black ferns taking on the French tomorrow night at Eden Park. As Sumo said, if you're in and amongst, uh, amongst the region, get there. Support our ladies as they go on and hopefully lift that trophy come the end of the tournament. Thank you so much, Sumo. You're doing a fantastic job with all the wahine on the panel. Appreciate your time. Keep it up. Thanks so much, brother. Legends. Thanks, boys. Great to chat. Good man. There he is. Scotty Sumo. Yeah, he's uh, he's pretty on the money, and you did right. He's a hell of a broadcaster and a hell of a writer. Oh, Everything he writes is just like, bang! Fantastic writer. Fantastic writer. First met, I first met Scotty Wick for a mate of mine called Paul McNamara. He's an uh, advertising mm. agency down in uh, Newmark. Uh, no, uh, College Hill. College Hill, down, yep. down the bottom of uh, Ponsonby there. And just a great bloke. Just kick, kicked off straight away. You know what I mean? Like, just came across as a really nice dude. And 
Um, man, he's gone on to have a fantastic broadcasting career. He's so good. Yeah, he's very good. I love this chat about the chaos, creating chaos, not being dragged into what the French want to play, the style. They'll want to slow it down. They'll want to more. They'll want to line out knowing the exactly. success that other teams have had against the Black Ferns. So they've got to play a really unstructured game, which can go two ways, Kimpy. And we touched on it earlier. They, look, we, we all want to run it from everywhere. But when the team knows you're going to run it from everywhere, they, they, they defend like it. You drop one back and you keep 14 others up in the front. And it's like a blue wall. You're running at it. So you've got to manipulate. You've got to, even those little chip kicks over the top, little grubbers, little things, just keep trying to turn them around. Keep trying to make them guess. Then they'll have a, a pretty flourish night. But um, it's going to be a hell of a job. I'm, I'm excited. That, that is my game of the weekend. I'm going to watch the Black Ferns taking on the French at Eden Park. And Shapeshifter are playing, my favourite band of all time. So uh, I'm going to get there and I'm going to put the popcorn on, light the fire and watch that game on Spark Sport. How good. Uh, and it's free to air as well on, on TV3, but Spark Sport are keeping it up to up to date and they're doing a stellar job there here with uh, Katrina Sue. you got Les Alda, you got um, Sini Naupu um, leaving us all the cur- uh, coverage as well. So, mate, I'm hoping the Black Ferns can, can do the job and... Get it done tomorrow night. What a good night. What a good night. Shapeshifter, the Ferns, up against the French. What you're saying is bend the line first, ladies. Bend mm. the line and then <laughs> take them apart. Give them that Wayne Smith special, that one-two. Wayne Smith into our big man, Mr. Henry. They've worked on him. You know, Cron and the, and the – they're talking about Morland. Morland. Morland, get out there and Morland. <laughs> take them on at their own game, you reckon, Take them Kim? on. Take them on and bend that line first. They won't expect take that. Take them apart. Yeah, they won't expect the uh, Black Ferns to take them on at their own game. Maybe that will surprise them. They'll be probably, you know, putting less numbers into the mall would give them an advantage there, the Black Ferns. So ooh, we'll see. We'll see. It's going to be full of surprises. Can't wait for that match to unfold. Who are you watching? Who Who is the one to watch for you tomorrow night? Which player... Are you going to be fixated on and just watching with interest? Ooh, I'm like I'm when you when you were talking and get that excited. I'm actually going to try and get me some tickets, mate, and go and watch them. <laughs> well, there you go. The shape you love it, the eh? Shapeshifter, the shapeshifter got me, mate. The shapeshifter got me. It was just like you hear that, mate. Of course, you want to watch a bit of sport, don't you? My favorite band. My favourite band, Shapies, Monarch, one, can't beat it. For me, I think Ruahe Dumont. Ruahe Dumont has to have a big game. Her running game, when she's on, spots a half gap. When she's taking the line on, the Black Ferns have so much success. So Ruahe Dumont, for me, is the one to watch. And then, wow, the one and only Gizzy Gill, Rua, um, Renee Holmes. So looking forward to seeing what she can do out there. The Black Ferns taking on the French. To continue, can they make the final? No doubt we'll be watching with interest. That was Scotty Sumo. Great to chat with the man regarding the Black Ferns. They are flying at the moment. Keep it up, ladies. We're right behind you. couple of messages from here. Mark Hunt taking on FBW too, Kempe. Plenty going on. Oh, SB Dub, Mark Hunt. I've been Woo. watching that. I've been Hell watching of a boxing match. All through the socials, and it's on tomorrow night. And SBW, mm. Mark Hunt. David Tour has been training Mark Hunt. So he's been getting yeah. getting under his skin there and uh, making sure that he can throw. Imagine that. Imagine watching those two train. Oh, right. mate! You'd have to be a <laughs> really good nutritionist. Mm. <laughs> Mark Hunt's dropped what? He dropped, I think, about twenty eight kilos. 
So he's yeah, put mate. in the work. I think he wanted to drop 48, but he's down 28. So he's put in the work. He's done the mahi to get into some good shape. He's taken on SPW. Can Sonny Bill continue his unbeaten run? He's 9-0 at the moment. Can he become 10-0? It ain't going to be easy because we know Mark Hunt, one hit a quitter, can do it really easy. We're going to shoot off. And we're going to come back with a TAB update with Pip Morris. Maybe we'll get some odds on where they're at with the this SBW Mark Hunt fight. Who you who are you predicting quickly, Kempi? Uh, SBW get it done? Yeah, look, I just think he's too fit, too fit at the moment. Mm. And Mark, you know, I don't think he's in it like he used to be in it. That's all. Yeah. So I think Sonny's got too much to lose. Yeah, there's a lot on the line here. Lucas Brown, we saw what he did, uh, Sonny Bill, when he knocked out Lucas Brown, a, a former heavyweight champion of, of the world. And did it with ease. Obviously a lot older, but can Sunny Bill continue it on? We're going to shoot off. We'll come back with Pip Morris. You're listening to Izzy and Kempi for breakfast. Thanks to the Chemist Warehouse. Moving and breathing out, taking out, over and over feet. Oh, man, that gives me goosebumps. Doesn't get... Oh, Kempi, get me some tickets. I'm coming with you. Sounds awesome. Two young bucks watching Shapeshifter and the rugby. How good, Brenton. Yes, Brenton. Get him some tickets, Kempi. Do oh, your magic, man. all right? Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> Maybe Pip Morris will have some tickets for you. Pip Morris, it's time for our TAB Live catch-up time. Uh, bet live on your favourite sports with the TAB app today. Pip Morris, you'll be a shapeshifter fan, no doubt. Morena, yes, I certainly uh, jumped around the shapeshifter a few times. I can tell you that. I'm awake now. You would have been front middle. Yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm short, but I just, you know, just get bustled around in there. It's all good. <laughs> You've got to get involved. For sure, for sure. Hey, uh, what have you got for us today, Pip? Oh, so much. Well, what a weekend we've got to look forward to race-wise. Flemington Championship Day. Those three races are just oh, mouth-watering. And then, of course, close mm. to home, Rickett, the 2,000 guineas. So we've got the enhanced bonus back across the four main meetings, Tarapa, Rickerton, Rosal, and Flemington, paying back to fifth. Can tell you at Flemington, most money staked on Nature Strip and the championship sprint, Ooh. but the most Bets on the Kiwi Mayor Levante. And race number seven, Private Eye, best fact in the mile by far. Race number eight, the most money staked on Animo and the championship stakes. Decent amount as well. But I can tell you, Kiwis are just very, very loyal because they are still betting Mustang Valley, who is currently at $31. Most bets are on her still. So maybe they're hoping Mm. a bit of rain might come around for Forsman there. Back closer to home at Rickerton, best back is Pierre in the 2000 guineas, followed by the Philly Prowess and then Dynastic as well for Team Tiako. And I just better quickly mention to the cricket, head-to-head betting on the Black Caps is pretty evenly split. But the most popular power play, Finn Allen and Glenn Phillips to get two sixes each at $4. Oh, that's that's a decent bet. Pip, what about a, what about a power play if they put one together for the Kiwis into the Ferns, into the Black Caps? I have not, as of yet. They should do, though, Kempi. I'm going to pass that on today. I've got a meeting, so I'll do that. There you That's go. a good one. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and anyone thought. that wants to be doggy, go to Palmerston North today. Race number three, the dog two, Allegro Warrior, should be winning that race. 
Allegro, Allegro Warrior. Hey, we had a little win for our um, our Greyhound uh, little uh, raising money for child cancer yesterday. Three dollar fifty. Do you remember the name of that one? Did you see that one? Yes, Nick Proust. Nick Proust is his name. Yes, he's a very yeah. nice Greyhound deal. Yeah, did the job for us, so that's great. <laughs> Yes, beautiful. We raised a bit of money for child cancer, and that's what it's about. We appreciate your time, and there's a lot of patriotic punters out there. Levante and Mustang Valley, get up, you good Kiwi things. Can anything stop Animo, though, just quickly? Oh, she's gone. That's okay. We'll let her go. (laughs) Sorry? That's all right. I'm done with that. Come on. Yes, I'm Thunderstruck. She likes it too, is he? Yeah, I I backed Thunderstruck in the Cox Plate, and I thought an extra 40 metres would have got it, would have got it uh, in in the cancer. So I'm on with you, Pip Morris. Appreciate your time. Thanks so much. You have a good weekend, and go the Kiwis. Plenty of sport and horses to uh, fill your boots. Thank you so much, Pip. Bet live on your favourite sports. Download the TAB app today. Please gamble responsibly. R18. I've just got so excited because that shapeshifter song just got me up and about. Because guess what? It's Gumboot Friday, and I love a Friday. Anyway, we'll shoot off. We'll come back with a little love racing. No, choices flooring poll results. Sorry, we'll get a little result of what the choices flooring poll has come through, and we'll see what Hunters are leaning towards for the toughest outing for our Kiwi teens. Here's Aroha with the news for Kubota, together with Shaping and Building New Zealand. Friday then, it's Saturday, Sunday. Oh, how good, boys. It's Friday. Lou's already knocked off early, lucky boy. Um, yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> Every day's a Friday. Keep getting into him, Joe. Keep <laughs> that up. I'm getting Lou. I hope you're well. I mean, I love Listen having up, you. Listen up, mate. Come on. Throw it. Get look, into him, mate. Look, I, I want his job. Do reckon he's doing his press up? No, I don't think so. I want his job, but not quite yet. Not permanently. Uh, you know, I don't think I'm ready. So don't die, you Lou. Keep doing it, mate. You're heading in the right direction. Thanks, mate. Well, hey, it's time for our Joshua's Flooring Pole results. See your full change in Instagram with the room view. Roomview program takes the guesswork out of choice in flooring. Upload your favourite floor today. Okay, which team has the toughest assignment this weekend? Black Ferns vs. France, All Blacks vs. Wales, Black Caps vs. Ireland, The Field vs. Animo. Resounding Black Ferns vs. France, 56%. There you go, bang. Ooh. Yeah, makes sense. Makes sense. Just a quick shout out, too. I met Andy from Choices Flooring in, uh, over in Melbourne, too. And- Oh, we appreciate their support. They uh, do a great job helping us uh, do what we do, and uh, he was in fine form. So it was awesome to catch up with him. Was he but, busting yep, the moves with you on the dance floor, was he? Was he he cal- was, was he towards the up? end. Was he? he was towards the end. <laughs> <laughs> it was a big day. It was a big day. But, uh, mate, absolute champion. We appreciate their support. Um, but, uh, mate, that's pretty pivotal. It's pretty um, on, on the point there, eh? Black Ferns, France, we touched on it all morning. It's a huge outing. I just pray that they sell it out. And uh, you and Brenton are heading off, Kempi, so you'll be there. You have to fly the flag for SCNZ. Yeah, we might go dressed as superheroes. <laughs> <laughs> what are you? What are you going to go as? I make my own superhero up. What are you going to be? Oh, big Papa Pump. Yeah, yeah, big Papa Pump. <laughs> that's my that's my wrestling name, eh? That's the one you gave me. Two guns. I reckon I can call you two guns. <laughs> cannons. Two cannons. 
What do you call them? Do you, I, I, I used to walk around and I was like, do you, have you met Lennox and Tua? Yeah, no, no. I've only got Hector. You don't want to meet the other one, his twin brother. Oh, Hector. Okay, Troy. Yep, the I'm Achilles, yeah. monster. <laughs> I'm Achilles. Hey? <laughs> Hector! What a movie, Troy. Anyway, we're getting off topic here. We've got to come back to it. Uh, we're going to catch up with Beaver talking Movember and press-ups. We've been doing our press-ups, and there's been a bit of a bit of controversy here. Have they been nailing their press-ups? Their press- I've got, I'll be honest, I've got 90 to make up because I was away at over in Melbourne, and <laughs> look, I was doing more than press-ups. I got blisters galore, so I was doing more squats. Um, but <laughs> but I've still got no idea to make up. But Beaver and Kirsty, you reckon they're keeping up with their what their part of part of the bargain there, Kimpy? I know Beaver's going to come on and say yes, yes, they are. But I'm a little bit worried about them. And I know mm. my boys out the back here in the kitchen have been cooking up a storm on the press-up. So. Mm. I'm a little bit worried whether Manaya knows what a press up is. A press up, press up, Manaya. <laughs> yeah, he has got a sore shoulder though. We should get an update there because he obviously dislocated his shoulder in the shower. Multiple um, yeah, rumours going right. around on how him, he was trying himself, wasn't he? <laughs> How are the how is the so neeps, neeps, how's the shoulder, mate? Uh, it's no good, boys. So I've gone to see my surgeon specialist. I need a double surgery. I need a latage and a bone block. So they're going to reattach Ooh. my ligaments and then move a bit of bone around so it can't slip out of the spot that it usually comes in. So hopefully next year, starting next year, I'll get the surgery done. Oh, get it done, brother. Okay, well, you owe us 330 you... push-ups when it's done. <laughs> I've been doing my sit-ups, Kimpy. Come on. Come on. <laughs> hey, sit-ups are key, though. Shirts off for summer, lads. We're Mate. getting into summer, and I've got a long way to go. Oh, I'll have the washboard by summer, Izzy. Don't worry, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Look forward to it, brother. Get a wee update for our Twitter. Everyone mouth drooling. Anyway, a couple of messages here. G'day, boys. Izzy, did you catch up with Steve Hansen at the Melbourne races? It's going to be a big day tomorrow for him and Nature Strip A. Cheers, Charlie. Yep, just another wee payday for Shag, Steve. Oh, mate, he has made some coin with that horse, but I didn't catch up with him. Nah, I don't think he was there. He'll probably be going back over for this big race, but he wasn't in... Um, I didn't see him. If he was there, he was avoiding me. Uh, no surprises. <laughs> again. Here. So, uh, <laughs> again, Steve. I'll hound him on the text machine. Last time his horse won the Everest, I actually messaged him. I said, hey, Steve, can I have a loan? <laughs> Lol. <laughs> and he didn't message me back, so he didn't find that funny at all. But, um, yeah, Where hopefully his horse up? can go well. <laughs> go well and uh, get their job done. Another one here from Kyle. Boys, I'm going to whack a multi on the black caps, into the black ferns, into all blacks, into kiwis. Let's go. That's what a, a weekend multi. of sport. I'm doing the same. Also, Tonga or Samoa at the Rugby League World Ooh. Cup. Cheers, Kyle. I'd like to back Tonga, but, man, yep. Samoa have hit their straps the last couple of games. So it is the quarterfinal to watch. The quarterfinal to watch. And I'm actually going to uh, make sure I get that one on my belt live, mate. Because the other thing about it, there won't be a, a, a spot for an Englishman inside the stadium. It'll be full yeah. of Tongans and Samoans in England. Oh, it's going to be a hell of a crowd, isn't it? There's plenty of uh, Samoans and Tongans over there in the far north. So that'll be a hell of a game. And then Jerome Lua, he's got the most assists in the tournament. I think it was 15 I was reading. So, yeah, that's going to be a hell of a matchup. Uh, two Polynesian 
juggernaut going at it. And then another one here from Dave from Karaka. Good morning, boys. We will be in the semi-final, no problem. And keep Aussies out. Play South Africa in semi, which will be a tough game. Have a great weekend, Dave from Karaka. Let's have a Kiwi multi, three rugby games, one league, one cricket. Bring it on. There you go. Multi it up with all the Kiwi teams to get the job done. I'll go on, do it on the tab, and give you a little odds update because I think that's a fantastic bet for all our punters and listeners out there. Another one here. I introduce my guns, which is regarding his arms, as destroy. <laughs> destroy. <laughs> Dez and Troy are going to destroy. That is so good. Some of unknown texts, so keep them coming through. We're having a laugh because it is Friday. I got this one from Brenton. This is for you, Neeps. It must have been a hell of a shower. (laughs) (laughs) A long shower, was it? A long shower. (laughs) That shower, I'd love to meet this shower. Naughty shower. Doing that to our Neeps. Nah, get that surgery done, brother. You you won't uh, look back because once your pop, shoulder pops out once, it'll continue and it's a nightmare. So go get that done, Nate. So we'll keep you up to date. Anyway, we're going to shoot off. We'll come back with the one and only Beaver for our Movember update. Back shortly. New York would breathe through and open wings to fly. Yeah. Let's go. That's right. Shapeshifter live this week in Eden Park. Blackfern's taking on the French. Well, our next guest would have been an absolute fist piece, no doubt. Beaver, the one and only Shapeshifter fan. How you doing, Beef? <laughs> uh, great to hear your voice again. Yeah, are you alive? I haven't seen you since Melbourne. <laughs> I'm alive, Steve. I'm alive and I'm kicking, mate. Nothing can stop the dagger. I tell you. I tell you. How you doing, brother? Yeah, good, mate. Just uh, you know what it's like. Family duties. Just uh, three little, a little, little shites this morning. But anyway, you know that's life. <laughs> Surprised you're up this early, actually, Beef. A bit early for you. <laughs> uh, I tell you what, uh, as John Kern once said, uh, better never stops, is he? Um, so yes. you know, just just trying to improve myself. Hey, Beef. Nice, mate. Hey, Beef. How's the chest feeling? Uh, it's been a big week on the chest, actually, Kempe. Uh, I mean, it's it's still not uh, Tony Kemp's size, uh, which I hoped it would be after this week of press ups, but. Uh, yeah, look, I've got a few impingements in my uh, shoulders, which I didn't think were there anymore. It's been a great week. <laughs> was, that, oh. was that Mania crying because he had to do one push-up? <laughs> look, we, have, we, have, we haven't got a whole lot of purchase out of our uh, producer box. Um, but I'm looking to see, the, I'm looking to see the, the bulked up Louis Herman Watt, to be fair. <laughs> you want to see well, Louis Herman Watt, he's gone down. He's gone down oh, tired, he? mate. He's... He's away today, so it's just Kempe and Izzy holding the fort down, mate. But you're obviously a busy man. Just We'll let you go shortly because no doubt you've got plenty going on. Movember, mate. What does it mean to you? What, what, how important is Movember, not only this month, but mental health? Well, I mean, obviously, Izzy, we 
sort of brought up and grew up in a generation where it wasn't really sort of talked about as especially New Zealand males. So um, it's it's uh, huge important. It's great now that it's mainstream and everyone talks about it. And uh, and there's mm. charities such as Movember doing wonderful work. So, nah, it's great. And uh, obviously anything we can do is uh, for benefit. That's nice. And uh, we'll just take that win for the first week, Beef. But what have you guys got us planned coming up for week two? Because you guys, uh, yeah, the ball's been handed over to you and you and Kurt's got to throw it back to me. And is, what have you got planned? Yeah, look, before I move there, I just want to say congratulations on week one. Um, there was a bit of speculation, some of the footage we've seen, that would have to divide your total by four because there's a lot of quarter press-up sort of accusations directed <laughs> at the breakfast team. But um, we're prepared to just concede. And uh, yep, no, we've, yep. the boys have come uh, in the studio box that uh, a game of horse playing basketball shots where uh, we go around and uh, pick spots one for one uh, with, with the four of us and one on one with uh, four of you guys and we just pick a spot. If you drain it, all good. If you don't, you get a letter and uh, first one to horse loses. Are you guys happy with that? I know Izzy fancies himself as a basketballer. Well, I don't know if you want to take on. I'm, I'm constantly breaking ankles on, on the rugby field and the b-ball hook. Um, but how am I going to do it? I'm down here. Well, that's, look, maybe we took you out that's of the equation. A dumb and, one. Uh, and, and, uh, <laughs> well, well um, there's, there's been chat of a super over, but then I said, don't you know that Izzy Dag won't fold 145 clips to Brett Lee because he's playing the super over? <laughs> Shut up, mate. Now you're going to bring up my golf story. Shut up. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, look, uh, we're, we're looking at Kempe plus producers to uh, maybe probably next Wednesday, Kempe, when no. we're all in studio, we'll go find a hoop. I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what. I'll have them up for it, Beeve. Don't you worry about that. He'll be. I'll just make sure you bring the headgear. <laughs> Beautiful. Look, can't wait. The team's looking forward to a bit of redemption this week from the run home. <laughs> nice, yes. Beeve. Nice. Hey, don't Beautiful. forget, Beeve, make sure you tell everyone to uh, fire through their text today. Boots to... Our number, 469, our great man, Mike King, who's in support of his great cause today. And uh, we look forward to going up to Zip next week. Can't wait to get on that court. <laughs> Absolutely. Brilliant, guys. Catch you later. Appreciate it. There he is, the one and only Beaver. Beaver. That is a dumb one, Kimpy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that yeah. is so dumb. Because you want to come up here and tell them up. Well, you just have to come up, mate. That's all just, we'll ring in, eh? Why don't we ring you in? Bring you up. I'm sure. Well, I'm come sure. up for a game of horse. Oh, you can talk to no, thanks. You can talk to Kurt and send the <laughs> private jet down. Do they, know, do they know, not know what next week is? <laughs> it is Cup Week. Oh. Daggy goes good in Cup Week. Oh, good. <laughs> How about I just go shoot some hoots by myself? That'll be, that'll be a good one. But Anybody anyway, you on? hold the fort down. Hey, Kempe, I've just got a bit of a question for you. Mm. Can you lift those arms above horizontal? Just. Oh. <laughs> you know when you shoot. You don't want to shoot from your chest. You want to raise your arms, like. There'll so give no us a little in, shot. I tell you what, there'll be no one in front of me when I shoot. Oh, yeah. Oh, won't get. Can you me. roll that wrist again? There you go. Look at that. Oh, mm. okay. Yeah. Okay. Don't I've got a little bit of faith. Don't in you me. worry, brother. Don't you worry. This boy's been on that court many a times. <laughs> <laughs> oh, awesome, brother. Awesome. I'm, I'm keeping my faith in you. I'm Keep a little bit worried about. F- I'm a little bit worried about um, two left feet, Joe. 
Uh, if he's gonna, uh, mate, he's been working on his chest. He'll have no problems. Don't worry, I'll put Jarb against, against Jacob. It's my worst sport, I'll be honest. But yes, me and Jacob are physically the same, so it'll be tough. I'll <laughs> oh, get the videos out. Get the videos out. Hey, got another quick me- uh, message here on the Temper Bed Post text machine. Double eight, double three. Hi, is Ian Kempe. Great to hear people supporting Gumboots Friday. Unfortunately, in the real world of mental health, very little has changed. Majority of people don't. Want to know when they can't come across someone with mental health issues. That includes police and others in prominent positions. Glenn, caregiver. Yeah, totally agree, Glenn. We need to normalise. And I think with this platform that we have and showing vulnerability, it might encourage and help people. But yeah, without people accepting it and acknowledging it, we're never ever going to get change. And uh, this is only a well, a drop in, in the ocean, really. Double eight, uh, four, six, nine boots raising money for councillors that are doing a great job, and I am hoping and Mike King. But uh, we need people to expect it and normalise it to uh, and acknowledge it. So appreciate your message coming through, Glenn. I know you're uh, an advocate for mental health, so keep it up, my brother. We're going to shoot off, and we'll come back to wrap up the hour with Rectal. Just some absolute bangers to finish our last hour on Izzy and Kempi for breakfast. And there's been a ah, message cut through. Having watched you at the netball courts in Hastings this year, Izzy, concede horse now from an unknown texter. I remember that. I was dropping them from outside the circle. What are you on about? Mate, you just have to find a court because I've only just worked out what the game is. We, we win it hands down. Seriously, Jeez. you find a court, we put it on camera, they put up whoever against you, you nail them, alright? Don't worry, I'll take <laughs> care of the boys up here. I consider myself a baller. If we you ain't know losing, me, honestly, we ain't losing, brother. We ain't losing, we ain't losing, and part of our vocabulary. Anyway, next, uh, we're going to go to Rick Dog. Rick Dog, you there? I, I am, Izzy, how are you, brother? Good, brother, good, brother. What do you got today, mate? I uh, got Hamish Stewart from TalkSport, he's a Welsh rugby rider in after nine. Uh, we're going to talk uh, the Welsh nice. team to play the ABs. Uh, we're also going to uh, catch up, uh, talk some football with Scotty Hales from Miramar Rangers on the uh, Champions League and the US team coming down here. And Scotty Sattler after 11 to talk Rugby League World Cup. Susan McFadden on to talk Black Ferns as well, mate. It's all happening. It's all happening, brother. You have a great show and the great rest of the weekend. And thank you so much to everyone that's had input throughout the show. We really appreciate it. It's Gumboot Friday, 469 Text Boots to raise money for I Am Hope goes towards a fantastic course. We'll be back Monday. Life's so full on. I've been working on this deck for ages. These steaks don't cook themselves, you know. Life's good with a Trex deck. Composite decking made from 95% recycled materials that won't rot, stain or fade. Trex, the world's number one decking brand.